This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to give our impressions of the new Nintendo Direct. And also, I went to Nintendo New York. I love you too, Nintendo. I want to wad you up into my life. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 158. We've got a lot to talk about this week, lots of stuff, which is great. So this will be probably a long episode, but we'll try to speed through it as best we can. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, 3DS Revival Johnson. I'm Jeremy Maker 2, Mikowski. I'm John of the Cosmos. Oh, I think that you have have a you have a theme going there, John, with your, <laughs> with your uh, nicknames. But uh, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a week, as it always is, a week from last time. But I had a plan. I had a ton of stuff to talk about. But then this direct seemed to come out of nowhere, so we have that too. But let's make the direct our topic of the week, as we normally will. So that'll be in the second half of our episode when we get to that. But let's start off the show as we always do with what have we been playing this week? Aside from what's in the, what was in the direct, <laughs> just because right. we'll probably talk about that. Later, but yeah, uh, anybody buy anything? Anybody been playing anything new? I uh, yeah, I know Jeremy got something. Well, yeah. I, so other than playing a bunch more Wargroove, I played a lot of Wargroove since last week. Definitely uh, in contention for Game of the Year for me already for yeah. 2019. I'm gonna say wow. that. Wow, wow! I and made it were, to the. I'm at the end of World Three. To get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm at the end of World Three. It's really hard, but I'm making progress. Each time I play, I get a little further, so I know I'm doing something right. Also, I discovered the adventure mode's a lot of fun, so I've been trying to play through that as kind of like a little break from the, the main quest, because that mode, every character you unlock has an easy mode, and it's kind of nice, because it gives you a chance to experiment with all the different units and try different strategies. So. You mean like arcade mode? Which, which, which mode Arcade mode, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Not one where you campaign but arcade mode yeah because you kind of just like you kind of just go into it and you have everything available right like i only played a little bit of arcade mode for the most part i think there are some limitations in some levels but yeah uh especially if you play on easy mode it it seems like you gain a lot more money for each structure you have so it's really easy to just dominate but i i've had more fun just trying to like figure out different strategies and uh, just try to learn how to play the game better. So, I've been playing that a lot. Have you unlocked the puzzle mode yet? Not yet. Okay, I'm wondering what you need to do to do that. Because I was really interested to see how that works. I haven't unlocked it either. Uh, but I bought uh, Diablo. I finally got Diablo 3. I've been thinking about that for a while. You did. I've read a lot of good things about it. I've been hearing great things about it for years now. So, finally pulled the, the trigger on it. Mm-hmm. It was on sale this week. It just went on sale. Um, it's forty bucks. Well, yeah. th- it's like thirty nine something. So, it's a pretty good deal for the, for what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I've already put it probably at least two hours into it today, 
And uh, I played a little bit of it last night. Wasn't getting it as much as I thought I would. And I went back to it a little bit earlier today, and something in me just clicked. I started to like actually enjoy it. And uh, I think you just once you start getting a bunch of armor and weapons, and you can customize your character more, that's when it really starts to get fun. And uh, had you played whole- Diablo before? No, what I did- played the demo on the 360 years ago when it first came to the 360. Uh, there was a demo, and I played a little bit of that, but still wasn't really tweaking my... Yeah, it just didn't seem like awesome. But having heard about it for years now and then hearing that the Switch is supposedly like the best way to play it... Yeah, people love it. I got it, and I'm happy I did because it's fun, and I like it. So what... Uh- what do you what do you do in it? I know like I know nothing about Diablo. Like I had a roommate that played Diablo one or two, and it just looked I don't know. It just looked like hack and slash. Like it was just like him clicking a lot. Is there like a story mode to it? Like do you go to different areas? Yeah. Like I know uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot of it's collecting and a lot of it's fighting and like upping your characters. But how does I don't know how does the game begin? Like what do you do? Like is it just like hey, go over here or like how I don't know. Oh, you're basically it, like, yeah, you're just some random adventurer. Whichever character you choose ends up just showing up in this town. And uh, I don't know how I got there exactly. It may have explained it. I don't remember. But uh, the king's dead. And basically you have to go and figure out what happened to the king. And there's like a falling star. And that's what brought Diablo. And like started possessing everybody. So the dead are coming back to life. and one of those sort of like hell scenarios. So sure. uh, hell on earth, right? I mean, well, it's right, Diablo, right. so. Right. So there's like demons and there's like, you got to fight resurrected corpses and there's different like types. There's like heavies and lights and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's, there's a lot to it. Um, really, it's just hordes and hordes of enemies and you're just constantly slaughtering enemies. And uh, in between that, you're balancing your armor and weapons and uh, all the stuff that alters your stats, your special abilities. I guess at a certain point you can start putting like modifying like the individual weapons and armor with their own stats with like crystals and stuff you put in them. So mm-hmm. I just got to level 10. So I'm, I've just barely started scratching the surface, but at level 10 you unlock passive skills. So I've started messing around with those a little bit that alter your actual stats mm-hmm. uh, all the time. I would think that level 10 is kind of far though. I mean, it's a, it's a grinding yeah. game. I yeah, think that's why I like it so much. Yeah, no, you're just figured, grinding constantly. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, it's trying just, to gain levels and make yourself stronger. Yeah, it's it's mostly grind, grinding and looting is what I've heard. Yep. It's like the big that's thing is, it is it's all about getting new getting new weapons to make yourself stronger so you can grind better. I guess. Yep, <laughs> that's how it works. And it's just waves and waves of enemies. Like the first huge wave of enemies I fought, I was like. Oh, I don't think I maybe I wasn't supposed to go this way yet. That was my first thought. Mm-hmm. But I just like stuck to it and I beat all of them. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's this game. Yeah, that's kind so of every it. time you get to like a, a new area, that's it. You just have like these waves of enemies you have to fight. And then you go a little further and then you fight another wave. If you're fighting them and they're like kind of um, overpowering you, you can you can retreat. But you have to be careful when you retreat that you don't retreat into another group of enemies. And, the, oh, yeah. and then you have two groups of enemies going after you. So Oh, sure. So there's yeah. some strategy in just like kind of hanging back. And I'm an archer. So I heard they're, that's I heard the they're good. I chose, and that's the one. I think that was a class that was added later. And I don't think it's actually called an archer. I don't remember what it's called. But I think it was like a class that was, uh, you know, added later on. But, but, but I'm enjoying it. 
But you got arrows, right? So you're an archer. I mean, you're yeah, shooting. Yeah, infinite yeah. arrows. Yeah. I can use different weapons, but okay. I've stuck to my bow and arrow. Like, that's the one that's worked the best for me. Mm. And well, and you but don't I have to get... Clubs and swords, too, if I want. Yeah. Well, you don't have to get up close and personal with the bad guys, either. So Which I, would I don't. Think, yeah, I would think that would be... Make it a little bit on the easier side. Like, I... Well... I mean, I'm sure it's still difficult, but but you don't have to get in there. You know, there's a less... Yeah, it's difficult in the yeah. sense that um, I think your hits are less powerful. And this game has a lot of... I've discovered in the couple of hours I've played that one of the classes of enemies you run across, it can be any enemy, and it's just called a teleporter type. Mm. Yeah, and so you run into a wave of those. It doesn't matter whether you use a melee or long-distance attacks. They're going to pop up right next to you as soon as you start running away, anyway. So, oh, okay, yeah. So they can. So that's kind of like the other side of the coin to being like a, a, you know, standing at a distance. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's stuff that can still that will pop up right next to you, and I'm sure like the defense isn't great on the archers, probably. So you got to like distance yourself. Right. I don't yeah. think you can use a shield and a bow and arrow at the same time because it's a two-handed weapon. Sure. So yeah. That's another thing. Like, yeah, the defense is less for that reason, but yeah, and I think it's maybe I'm faster, you know, there's, there's like a, there's a balance between all the classes and I've only played with the one class, but my brother's like super into this game and he's played it on PC for years now. And last time he showed me, he had like five characters and he was like, show me all his different characters. Oh yeah. They're all they're in the eighties or whatever in their levels. So I think that's part of the appeal of the game is getting a bunch of characters and leveling all of them up, not just your main character. Sure. Yeah. No, I've heard that, People like taking different pathways or choosing different characters from the beginning, and some are, you know, more fun than others. That's that's what I've seen people talking about. We're like, oh, I want to try it this time with this type of thing or whatever. Have you been able to play multiplayer at all, or with or with your brother? I haven't tried yet. No. Did you tell your brother that you got it? Not yet. Oh, okay. Is it? Is there any I have a, sort I have of another friend too, Kyle, who has a Switch? He's a, actually the mm-hmm. bass player in my band, but uh, yeah. He's he's got a switch and this is the game he's put the most time in and I'll still see him logging in. He's put almost as much time into this as I put into uh, Breath Stardew. of the Wild. Or, oh, okay. Wow. He's put like over. He's put like a hundred and something hours into it. Yeah, that's what I hear. So the people that love the game really love it. So while I was playing it at first, when I was like, I don't completely get it, I just kept reminding myself like this must be a great game. I mean, people play the shit out of this game, so. I just got to wait for whatever it is to click, and I just kept playing it. I think it started to click for me eventually, where you know you have all your armor, all the stats. That's the that's the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Just how, totally how you customizing get, your play style and character together. How do you get Ganondorf in there? I forget. Oh yeah, he's in there. Do you have him? He is. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't checked it out to be honest. Yeah, I forgot that he's in there. I mean, I don't. Yeah, you haven't. You haven't tried to look for him, or it hasn't no. said anything about it. Like I totally forgot about that. You might have to. Maybe it's an extra DLC thing you might have to get from the store. I don't know. Sometimes you have to. You have to like go and download those automatically, or you have to go do it manually. Like I know, like uh, uh, Tales of Vesperia had stuff like that, like extra additional DLC that was free that you got later. Same with Ease did that too. Like a lot of them do, where there's extra stuff you just have to go get it. Hmm. But, it but I definitely, I definitely need to get a bigger memory card because this week I had to. Get rid of some more software, some no, archives. No. Yeah, none of it's anything I really cared about. Whenever I archive, I'm still like archiving stuff that I haven't played for a year at least. And uh, ukulele went into the archive today. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, ukulele. That was one that you thought you might play later. That's kind of that game's kind of on the 
list of stuff I probably won't play later ever. It's kind of like, and I did, I eh. didn't put it in my, uh, and I didn't put it in my archive yet, but I was surprised to find I hadn't played worms for over a year. I thought I had played it more recently, but it says it's been over a year. Yeah. Well, we played that. Yeah. Worms. I forgot about that game. <laughs> it's a great game. I just don't play it that often. Yeah. I like it. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I don't like it as much as I used to, but yeah, I, I I'll have to see. I don't know what happened. I should have my memory card somewhere, my 200 gig one, if you want to do some sort of deal about that. Yeah. um, I don't remember what the one I have is. If it's a 128, then I might actually want to take a bigger leap if I'm going to jump up to the next step. Oh, sure. I don't know. We'll we'll talk. If I don't have a new card by MGC, I might just get your card off you then. Yeah, because I do have a 256 one that I'm just not doing anything with. Yeah. Because I got my 400 one now, which I haven't even looked at what what that's at oh i thought you said it was a 200 it's 256 i think it's a 256 i don't know i don't think i think it's over 200 gigs at least but i'll have to look for it it's around here somewhere on my desk i'll I'll text you later about it cool but yeah yeah uh but yeah there is other stuff but that'll be part of the the topic oh sure yeah stuff that has to do with the direct we'll save that for later i guess Mm -hmm. because i want to talk about needless to say i've got my switch has gotten a lot of play time this week Mm mm-hmm just between everything, it's probably one of the busiest weeks it's had in months. Yeah. Is that, that's all you got aside from the direct, yeah. direct stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, I bought I bought some things. Uh, I bought, I went to the New York building, which we'll talk about that in a minute. I want to talk about what I've been playing. I've been playing Wargroove as well. I played it on the plane to New York. Jess and I flew there for the weekend. So that nice. was cool. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is probably the best Harry Potter thing I've ever seen. So, uh. If you're really? able, if you're able to get oh, that, to see that, yeah, it's fucking phenomenal. It was amazing. Like uh-huh. it's like, a, wow. and I'm really not that big of a Harry Potter fan, but I thought it was incredible. Like I really liked it a lot. You're not supposed to say anything about it, you know. It's like hashtag hashtag keep the secrets and all that. And I don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it for anybody, but if you have the chance to go, you should go. I think it's the best. Really? It's definitely the best Harry Potter thing I've seen. Is that the well, main reason why you guys that? went to New York? Yeah, we went to New York to see the hair because uh, one of Jess's uh, friends uh, slash coworkers, she's an actress that worked in a bunch of the plays that she that she did at Shakespeare. Uh, she is a main character in the in the play. Wow, so awesome. she is. Yeah, I, I can't tell. I can't say who her character is because that's spoilers. Also, but she's she's a main character in the play. So she wanted to go see her do it before she left because. The play is going to be there forever. Like, it's going to be on Broadway for the next 10 years, at least, if not more, you know? Right, right. So, but her friend is only doing it for so many more weeks, I guess, before she moves on to her next project. So, she wanted to come and see oh. her see her as the character before she moved to the next thing. So, we went there for that. And it's a two-show it's a two show thing. So, there's actually two parts to it. It's A Curse of Child 1 and 2. And they're both three hours long. So, it's like a six-hour play experience. It's like a whole book. So yeah, so we did that, and it's it's crazy. Like I had it was cool because I I'm not that big of a Harry Potter fan at all. So I mean I know the characters, I've seen all the movies, you know, um, but I I wasn't really going out into it with anything. Like I didn't know anything about it at all, and it just really impressed me. You know, in the end, I was wow. like, oh wow, six hours, six hours, yeah. So you had like an intermission between. So you were there for like maybe. What, seven hours or well, something in the theater? The way it works is, so the first play was at one. So we, was it at one? No, it was at two. The first play was at two. And then you see, like, there, there's some time in between them. Like, so so there's act one, and then there's like a 20-minute intermission, intermission. And then there's act two. 
and then it's over and then you get like another and then you get like two or three hours to do whatever so i made a reservation at a at a seafood place in times square we went down there and had some food and then we came back and then we watched the second half so there's actually like i think it ended at five and the second one started at seven thirty. so we got like two and a half hours between the two parts so you're not there well, for like six hours straight like there's and I guess some people don't even buy tickets to both of them on the same day. Like they'll come, they'll come one day and see part one, and they'll come see part two the next day. Like stuff like that. Like you don't have to see them all in one day. We just did that because we could only be there for Saturday. So that's kind of right. how we did it. But yeah, they're billed as two completely separate plays. But if you watch them together, yeah, it's like six hour time. Totally. Did you have the same seats the second half? Or yeah, yeah, we had, yeah we had the same seats. I mean, she bought all the tickets at once, you know, for both shows. And I'm sure you can online, you can do, uh, figure that out and all that. But yeah, that's the way you watch one play and then you wait a minute and then you watch the next one. So however you, you know, th- there's like a couple hour difference in between, but yeah, we did that. <laughs> cool. But, but on the, on the flight, I got to play, I played some, uh, I finally get to live out my dream of playing the switch on an airplane. On an airplane. Yeah. I have you haven't done that yet. Have not What'd done it think? yet. No, I have not been able to do it yet. And I We've even, all done it now. I have a I have a battery pack. I didn't. It was actually only like a two hour flight to New York from here, so mm-hmm. it wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot of time to do it. But I played. I played Wargroove. I made it through the second act on there. I'm in Act Three as well. I'm pretty sure I'm not as far as you are, Jeremy. But I did. But I did get to do. I finished out that dog mission, the side mission. You know, I, yeah. I did that. Uh, I, I finished out some of the main ones, and I was having fun with it. And just just because I was on a plane, and I always wanted to. You know, just because I'm like, this is my first time playing the Switch on the plane. I broke out a Breath of the Wild and started playing that again, just because, you know, that's the one that you saw from the beginning, like, while you're in the plane. I was like, I got to play Zelda on the plane. You know, I have to. So, so you would be like, I can't believe I'm playing Zelda on a plane. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, I've played. So you've played Zelda while you're in the sky. I mean, I've played Zelda on a plane before, man. I played Link's Awakening on an airplane way back when. <laughs> Spoilers for later. This is true. But yeah. You might get to do it again sometime. But I have played I mean I have I mean there are portable Zeldas. I've played many of them. I played Minish Cap in a plane too. But yeah, no, it was it was like a I was like, Yeah, I got I gotta play this. So I played Zelda for a little bit. And then on the way back I think I played uh what was it I, I played Dragon Quest Builders. I also played a little bit of um the late shift just because I wanted to I wanted to watch something and, and I had no Wi Fi so I couldn't watch Hulu. So I'm like, I'll just watch the late shift because it's kind of like watching T V, you know. <laughs> I felt did kinda, you just try any two player games on the plane? Uh, we we didn't. I thought that we might, but she kind of she kind of slept through most of it. So uh-huh. I, I was thinking that maybe she'd want to play Mario Party or something, but she but we didn't. But yeah, no, it was it would have been interesting to try to play Mario Party on the plane. I don't know if the plane would have messed up. You know, like sometimes the gyroscopic. Yeah, thing. when you're like on a well, that's when you're on like the CTA, like the, it always messes up if you're trying to like do motion control or whatever. It doesn't work right. Yeah, I couldn't play Wario where uh, uh, twisted on the bus. I tried. Yeah. Yeah, I think I tried. I'm sure I tried playing on the train too when I was still at Columbia. But, but yeah, I played. You know, played around with some stuff. And uh, what was it? I've actually been playing. I've actually been playing a lot of uh, PlayStation Four stuff lately because, uh, you know, because Jess and I are going to Japan, which I've talked about before for two weeks in October for our honeymoon. But um, I've just been on this big jet, big Japan kick. So I've been playing games that take place in Japan. So I've been playing a lot of. I played a lot of Persona Five. I played a lot of um, Yakuza Zero. I actually also bought Yakuza Kiwami One because it's because now it's a select, so it's only twenty bucks. 
You can actually get Yakuza 0 or 1 for 20 now, which is pretty cool. And even 6 is 40. They marked it down from 60. But um, I didn't, didn't mention it before on the show, but we'll actually – Jess and I will actually be staying in the area, Shinjuku, that um, y- the Yakuza, Yakuza is based on. So I've kind of been like trying to brush up my <laughs> my skills of knowing where everything is in that game because cause all the you, – you they all take place in the same area, like in the same uh, neighborhood like uh, Kamarocho is what they call it, but it's basically based on Shinjuku. But yeah, I've just I've just been uh, super hyped about Japan, so I've been playing some Japanese stuff. But from like really loving uh, Persona Five, it actually led me to my nickname earlier, to my 3DS revival. Actually, I don't know. I was I started to really miss my 3DS, so I started playing uh, Persona Q on 3DS, which I bought a long time ago when it was on sale for E3. And that game's a lot of fun. Like I really wanted to play it because uh, last year, last week we talked about a. Uh, Etrian Odyssey Nexus came out, and like you know, people love Etrian Odyssey. Like Jeremy Parrish loves Etrian Odyssey, and I've never played that type of game. And I was like, well, I was like, well, I got the Persona version of it, and I love Persona, and I just I've been playing it, and I you know I've been playing it like the past few days. I've just been playing 3ds. I've just been playing uh, Persona Q, and it's a lot of fun. It's been uh, it's uh, it's different. I mean, it's different than the other Persona games, but it's mostly. I don't know. It's mostly like mapping and battles, which I like if there's a good battle system. So it's been a lot of fun to play. It's nice to break out my 3DS again. I kind of, I was actually really starting to miss it. Like I was kind of like, I don't know. I was, I was feeling like, man, I miss playing my 3DS. I haven't played it in a while. So I just, I went back to it and I think it's still great. I know it's like obviously dead because nobody's, because <laughs> there was no talk of it in, in the direct, but. Zero. Yeah. This, this is actually a news thing. I'll say it early, but. Apparently, the Bowser's Inside Story was the worst-selling Mario game that's happened, like, ever. Really? From what I heard. The, the, rem- the remake? The 3DS release, yeah. I didn't hear that. It was the lowest-selling Mario game in a long time. Well, because nobody... I think everybody's moved on now. Right. I don't think anybody cares about the 3DS. But there is Persona Q2 is coming out, so I'll play that when it comes out. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's just nice to play my 3DS again. I like it. It's a. I like how much more portable it is than the Switch. I don't have to worry about scratching it or anything because of the clamshell and all that. But it was nice. It was nice to return to the return to the 3DS again and play around with that. I also think some of these games that are coming to the Switch, the, especially the re-releases like PlayStation, like the PlayStation Final Fantasies, mm-hmm. those could have been on the 3DS as well if they had. Oh, totally. Cared, yeah. cared enough to put them on there. Yeah, they could have. But I mean, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, some in in the Japanese. Uh, on the Japanese eShop for the 3DS, there were actual – they did re-release the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy games and Chrono Trigger. So I don't know why they never did that here, but but there is some representation of it in there. But but yeah, I mean, I've just been yeah playing around with that stuff. And uh, so I did uh, – so I went to – we went to Nintendo New York on Sunday. Thankfully, our, our plane flight was later, so we were able to go to the big Nintendo building. And I bought some stuff, and I actually I had saved opening it for on the show. So I have some things that I haven't opened yet, if you guys want to see that, as Let's far as buying things. I'm into it. All right. So I bought a couple shirts. We'll do that first. I bought uh, I bought this Goma shirt from Zelda. It has some uh, Hyrulean text on there. Or maybe that's Japanese. I don't know. But it's a... Uh, Beautiful. Yeah. You put the bomb in his mouth, and he blows up. I thought it looked super cool. On yeah, the back, it reminds me of like a, like one of the old... Um, like 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 printed uh, Japanese monster movie posters. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it looks like Gamera or like it reminds yeah. me of the Gamera cover if you remember that from like the old 
Godzilla type movies. But yeah, it's like I don't know. I thought it looked really cool. So I picked up that one. They were all twenty bucks. Uh but yeah, I like how they all say Nintendo New York on the back. Like they had shirts that say Nintendo New York on there and I thought about getting those, but I like that all the different ones say New York on them as well. Yeah. So yeah, but it's cool my, that they have exclusive shirts. Yeah. And it's a uh, yeah, it's like two levels. On the second level, there's a Legend of Zelda area. If you guys are on our Nintendo main uh, podcast group, which you should join, I have a Nintendo main community page now, and everybody should join that. If you want to talk at us or like start a topic or whatever, go on there, and then you can talk back and forth. There's actually a lot of uh, the ho- a lot of the guests that have been on here. They're all on there as founding founding members. Thank you for everybody who joined it. But yeah, get on there. There's some pictures that I put up. Of the Nintendo of the Nintendo building, and also I have a video that I'll that I'll have up before this episode launches on youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast so you can see the video once once I get that edited, which I'll be doing later tonight but uh yeah there's a there was a Zelda area there's a giant um there's a master sword there in a case there's a giant link that I took a picture of me standing next to link and all that, but they were like um yeah there's like puzzles there. Man, there's there's so many plushies in that store. Like there's if you ever wanted a plushie, there's like a 200 of them at least. It was like total plushie overload. Like there's a lot there's a lot of really cool stuff there, but I'm like, uh, I can't. I'm like I can't get another plushie. But if you ever wanted one, they they've got anything you could think of stuffed pretty much. But yeah, I bought this from the Legend of Zelda section. And actually, and uh second shirt that I got was uh just because you never have enough KK slider shirts. I got a I got a DJ KK shirt, yeah, right there nice. with with uh, and I like on the back it has Nintendo New York, but it has like the um has the wave has like the audio wave on it, so I, d- I dig that. Cool, but yeah. They they had a I de- like that gray and black design. They had a decent amount of uh, Animal Crossing shirts, so I had to get and I like the you know the DJ KK. I don't have anything like that yet. I was uh, I was kind of disappointed that some stuff was not represented as much. Like I know Justin was saying that there was uh, more arm stuff, but I didn't see any arm stuff there. I mean, I guess they rearranged it a lot, but and there was only there was only a couple Metroid things. Like the Metroid area was really small. I would have got I would have got some Metroid stuff if I found something cool. But there was like two shirts, like a picture of Samus and one that just says Metroid. It wasn't really yeah. it wasn't really all that cool. I was like, I can make better shirts than that. But there were a couple. There's some cool looking Splatoon shirts there and like some Pokemon stuff. But I mean, the ones that I found, I thought those were the best ones. Also, we got some other we got some stuff that I haven't opened yet. This is actually probably one of the coolest things that I found here. It's a uh, pint glass that's the water level from Mario Brothers One from Super Mario Brothers. So cool, so cool. Yeah, I haven't opened it yet, so we're gonna open it right now. Let's see. All right. So yeah, it's a as you can see, it's a glass cup and it has the water level just going around the cup like that. I thought it was pretty neat. And of course, at the bottom has like official Super Mario Brothers. Uh, merchandise on the bottom there. Yeah. I now I can drink some uh, beer out of this. Maybe hand wash that one. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, I I think the sticker yeah, I know I I I hope the sticker doesn't come off easily. But yeah, this one this was only 10 bucks. It wasn't it wasn't too bad. I didn't think. So that no, was No, that's not bad at all. That was kind of minutes. like that was kind of an impulse buy at the end where I'm like, "Oh, but this one's really cool too." But the first two things that I bought when I got there is of course, right when I walked in, there was a big amiibo section right by the giant Donkey Kong statue. So I was like, I was like, oh man, maybe they'll have some new amiibo. The only one new one I was able to find was Ridley. 
unfortunately. But still, believe it or not, Ridley's freaking cool looking. Yeah, Ridley's believe it or not. <laughs> uh, I was asking. They actually have a really cool like up top. They have a glass case that has all of the amiibo in them. Like even the Japanese ones that didn't come out here. I saw like they had the box boy one in there. They had like the um, the Monster Hunter stories ones were in there. They had the amiibo slash Skylander ones in there. It was really cool. It was just this big giant glass case that had all of them lined up. They're all divided by game, like by series, like. All the Mario Party ones were, were like at the very beginning, and then it's like all the Smash Brothers ones, and then there's Animal Crossing and Kirby and blah blah. blah. Oh, yeah, and Fire oh. Emblem and like all these, all these different ones. How many so, amiibo are there now? Fuck, I don't know. I mean, it looked if uh, I don't know, three hundred maybe. It looked like in that case, I don't know. They were a lot of dude. It was pretty big. Like it was like I don't know how to describe it. Maybe from like me to like the door of my room here, which is I don't know, maybe six or seven feet long of. Of a display case, and the display case was probably like this wide, I guess. I don't know, but there's there's a lot of them, and they, and they were all in there, so you could. Say. Oh yeah, and it ended. The last one was uh, the giant Detective Pikachu amiibo, but I've been dying to open this. I saved it for the show, so I'm gonna do it right now. So here's our live, yeah. sort of live Nintendo main opening. Open it. Gotta get some of that amiibo opening sounds in there. Ooh. There's Ridley. There's Ridley. I think it looks pretty rad, actually. I really like the design on it. it does. really, yeah, it's very cool. Has this really cool tail that wraps around. It's actually attached to the leg here, so it doesn't like get bent or whatever. And the, the it doesn't have a pee stain coming off of it. The fingernails, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, the the pee stains are gone now, thankfully. But yeah, no, there's this like little explosion that it's like standing on with all this like debris shooting out or whatever. I don't know. Looks cool. Ridley. And there's there's actually a couple more coming out, like, I think this week or next week. Smash but, uh, ones. But was it King K. Rule and uh, Piranha Plant and... There's a couple, Simon's coming out. There's a couple it. others. I don't think Simon's coming out this week, though. But, I mean, if you look it up on uh, look, look it up on the uh, on Amazon, they're on there. But yeah, the guys who were showing off the Amiibo, they were saying that all, there were all these ones that were just around the corner. It'd be really nice to be able to be at that at the Nintendo building for uh for that type of thing. And also uh we get you get these sweet Nintendo bags as well. And I did hand uh, I gave I gave our podcast card to the guy who uh, waited on us cuz I was talking about the, we were talking about the podcast and all that. And I was like, "Yeah, check us out." And I was like, "Here email." I was like, "Email me, you know, you can maybe you can come on and talk about the store if you want." That type of thing. That would be badass. But uh, here's my other thing. I uh, went for the Chibi Robo, Robo Ziplash Amiibo. This was, hey, all right. It was kind of a – this was impulse buy, too, just because I was like, oh, I've never seen one of these anywhere before, which I probably have, but I thought I didn't at the time. So That's I got the one uh, Amiibo I have besides the cereal. Yeah. <laughs> it's the um, – yeah, it's in a box. You got yours for 10 though, right, John? I did. But didn't you get it used at a convention? I don't, know if, I don't think it was used. It was at a convention. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it, was, it was still in the box and everything. It still came with the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, this, I was saying maybe that's the extra, because this one was ended up being 15. I think it's funny that the Chibi-Robo one that comes with a game is less than the Ridley one that's just an Amiibo. This was 16. <laughs> this, this is sixteen ninety nine. This is 15. So it's like. That's so sad. It's $2. Dollars, chibi. Come on, you know. $2 more than Chibi. He's a good character. He deserves a new game. Do, I mean, does he? 
Chibi Robo kind of reminds me. He's basically like the Katamari Damacy of Nintendo, you know? He only yeah. only had one good game. That's accurate. <laughs> he only had one good game, and then everything else just kind of fell apart. I don't know if I'm going to be able to open this guy, actually. It's kind of... Oh, come on. Katamari had three good games. What's the third one? The one on Xbox. We... Oh, I don't know. Never played it. I mean, I don't even think the second one's all that good. What are they called? Yeah, it's I Love Katamari, We Love Katamari. Beautiful Katamari. Yeah, what We Love Katamari is the second one, right? Mm-hmm. I played it. I played it recently on PlayStation 2, and I don't know. Didn't do anything for me, but that was that. So, yeah, there's uh, Chibi Robo's got his own little, little stand in there. I do love, uh, I know John talks about it, and we've even played my old. <laughs> played my old review of Chibi Robo on GameCube, but I really do like that game. But now that I'm, you know, having my 3DS revival, I'll play this game. I'll definitely play it. I'll give you a report next week on uh, on Ziplash. You know, I'll give I'll give it give it some time until I get tired of it. All right, gonna get get him out of there. There he is. Chiba, Chibi Robo in his greatness with his plug, and really right, plug it in and see what happens. <laughs> I think they they probably did it life. on purpose, but these uh <laughs> these plugs are too thick to to go under the wall. Oh hey, <laughs> let's try it out. And then it can go uh can go fight, and go around and cook 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 burgers for me, Chibi Robo. Get, get on that. Get on that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's my uh. That's my stuff from the uh, Nintendo building. That's awesome. Cool. So when you got to New York, did you just take Ubers and Lyfts and stuff? Did you try the public transport? How did that go? Uh, we did not take any cabs. We took uh, we took the F. Well, there was a there was a bus from the airport that we took yeah. across because we went to the LaGuardia. So uh-huh. that's in Queens. So we took a, a bus across, across the uh, bridge to Times Square, New York. And we took a we took the F train, is what it was. So we took a bus to a train, to uh, to Times Square, and then yeah, and then we kind of we basically we we went to where the theater was. We we're like, hey, let's figure out where the theater is. We went there, we got our tickets, and then there were, we were like, hey, let's walk around for a while. So we went to um we went to go get ramen. Went to this uh, Kuro Ubo place, on in this building. We also went to uh, Midtown Comics, which is cool. I bought a. It's over there, but I bought a scary Terry toy from uh, from Rick and Morty cool. there, which is the Freddy Krueger equivalent, of course, because I'm a huge Nightmare on Elm Street fan, and I liked. I was like, oh, I should get this because uh, you know it's it's pretty much Freddy, but in a different different thing. So yeah, we went to Midtown Comics, like looked at a bunch of stuff there. Um, we we just walked around, walked around, went to different places. Um, How was the weather? Pretty nice. It was cold. <laughs> I mean, it was like it wasn't like negative below, but it was definitely cold. I mean, you could feel it. It was like probably about twenty degrees, I guess. So that's warmer than it has been, but it still felt pretty cold. And it was uh, we walked around a lot. Like I think it was like seven degrees, and we stayed in the Manhattan our hotel, and uh, the heat wasn't working in the room very well. So that kind of pissed me lovely. off. It was well, you could turn it on, but it was basically kind of just blowing cold air around. So. <laughs> So I basically, basically just like put my pants and my hoodie on and just slept in that because I was too cold, you know. Wow, I was freezing. It was just yeah, we didn't know. I mean, I actually tried calling the front desk, but it was busy, so I couldn't get through. 
Did you guys? Is there anything you guys want to know about the Nintendo building? Let me let me tell yeah. you things. What do you want to know? Yeah. So, like, how big is it? It's like two stories. You said. I don't think. See, a lot of people say that it's small, but I don't think it's all that small. I mean, I guess by New, by New York standards, it's pretty big. I mean, it's like a yeah, it's a two story building. Um, there's the first floor is like mostly merchandise stuff. There's a lot of really cool statues. Like there's a, like, there's a statue of, uh, Luigi, like standing next to some like Koopas and Goombas and stuff. And then there's a, there's a, a flagpole that goes up through the, through the stairs. The stairs go around that. And on the top, Mario is up there at the top of the flagpole, which is really cool. Can you jump down the flagpole to get from the second floor to the first floor? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't advise it, but sure, maybe if you really had a death wish and you want to die down there with Luigi. <laughs> no, if you friends. do that <laughs> with two seconds left on the clock, do fireworks explode? Uh, I mean, your brain might explode when you hit the ground. <laughs> Get, getting dark here. No, uh, yeah. So there's um, there, there's kind of like mostly uh, the, like on the bottom. There's all the systems. Like you can, you know, they had they had switches there. They had uh, the, the NES Super Nintendo Classics down there. There's a big wall of games. Like, I kind of just looked around at them. I didn't really see anything that, like, I hadn't seen before, I guess, in physical terms. But I'm sure there was. Like, if there was something that I was looking for, they probably had it, you know. But I didn't get yeah, – I didn't really look at the games that much because I was more into other stuff. But Was it all the standard retail prices? I mean, I imagine so. But Yeah, nothing was cheaper. It was all – it was all the same, you know, what you would expect from uh, Target, whatever. But on the second floor, half of it is like a video game experience area. Like, there's a really huge TV that probably was like, I don't know, like, uh, what would you call it? A uh, hundred inches big, at least, mm. on the wall that they were pl- – and they were playing uh, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe on that, on this big giant screen. And there's also like five or six other tiny TVs around there as well of people playing – like I'd, FIFA 19 was on one of them, which that kind of like surprised me. I didn't expect to see that there. There's also probably like 10 or 12 different 3DSs just all around the building that you can play. I saw them set up with like uh, Smash Brothers and Luigi's Mansion 1 was on them. I think uh, um, Bowser's Inside Story was on one of them. You know, like a lot of a lot of the newer ones. Pokemon was on there as well. And they're just kind of all set up on these little pillars, you know, and attached to that. But yeah, people were playing all of the TVs. Like they were the the store was pretty busy. I mean, it was a Sunday, so I guess uh, maybe there's more people there. But yeah, people were coming through. Uh, there was always somebody on the Super Mario U Deluxe playing that. You know, um, there was also a there's a Labo station that you can play with like a big TV. I guess I guess there's some Labo somewhere. I didn't see any, but <laughs> you could use it. There was another display that had all the all the video game systems on there, including the Hanafuda cards are on there also, oh, and cool. and the Pong system is in there, and like the Famicom and like uh, Super Famicom and like the 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 Virtual Boy, like it just basically shows the progression of Nintendo systems, you know, from the beginning, and it's like two sides, and you can look all those. There's also the the Game Boy from a. Uh, from Desert Storm is there the one that's kind of like all warped on the sides, but it's still but it's still uh, working like that's over there. A true veteran is a war hero. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, seriously, literally, it is. Yeah. Well, Nintendo's been known for making it things. Probably help people. Yeah. It probably helps somebody like maybe more than one person like keep their sanity. Probably I bet. True. Yeah. Actually, well, I'm mutual friend of ours uh, or ex friend of ours, Phil. <laughs> he used to talk about how. Uh, I guess he fell in love with Pokemon because he played that a lot because he went to he went overseas, and he said that that kept him sane. No, well, I guess if he was sane, it did. It, 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 I guess it 
helped him out while he was over there was playing a lot of Pokemon. I remember he told mm. me that. So with the Game Boy. But yeah, no. How about the staff at the store? Were they like? Oh, they're all fans. Were they like? Like, really, like Nintendo people, like cheerful, or were they just like jaded retail employees? Oh no, they were cheerful. They were nice. I wish I could remember the name of the guy who waited on us, the one that I gave the card to, because if he's listening to this, I'm gonna feel bad now that I don't remember his name. But I asked him if he was a fan. He was wearing a metal Game Boy necklace, like with the original Game Boy on it. So he held that up, and he's like, "Yeah, of course." But I, it felt like everybody yeah. there. It felt like everybody there was really into it. You know, like was excited to work at the Nintendo building. I didn't feel like anybody was jaded. I thought everybody was incredibly helpful. And I just, you know, I asked him questions about stuff. I was like, hey, uh, you know, I was like, hey, do you like working here? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, we like it here. And I was like, I want, I want to say, like, what's the coolest thing about working here? And, uh, and I, they said there was, of course, I'm sure there's things they've seen that they can't talk about. But I think mm-hmm, they get sure. a discount, too, you know, and they probably get to buy stuff earlier, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Best Buy was really weird about the Amiibo stuff. I had friends who worked there, and they still couldn't. They couldn't get them. They had to wait in line like everybody else. They didn't get any sort of like, which I thought was shitty. But no, I mean, yeah, they seem to be into it. Uh, it's very much like there's TVs everywhere just showing Nintendo product constantly. Like there's, which is really cool. Like even by the elevator, there was just like little little TVs that were just showing games playing. Like as you go around, as you go around the pole, there's like ten TVs like all stuck together that's always showing a different thing. Like. It showed like uh, Pikachu and um, <laughs> the one that I got that I can't remember right now. Eevee. Eevee, Eevee. yeah. Uh, Pikachu and Eevee. You saw like their tails sticking up in different areas. You could get like stuffed Eevee and stuff, Pikachu and all that. Cool. Was there any sort of special Pokemon Go thing there? Did you check that out? No, I didn't. I did not use my Pokemon Go at all because I just don't play Pokemon Go. Yeah. I was uh, we 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 kind of were on a limited schedule, so I basically. Just was mostly just walking around with my phone filming everything. Like, I tried to film every inch of the place. So, hopefully, when you guys see the video later, you know, I've covered everything. But really, I did try to film everything that was in there. So, and they How were. How long were you there for? Uh, we were there for a couple hours, I think. Nice. I don't know. It was kind nice. of, it was kind of a blur. You know, it was like, uh, cause, cause we were, I was like, all right, I got to film everything. So, like, just like filmed an intro with me talking about it and an outro of me, like, with all the stuff I got. And then I just kind of, just went in there and just tried to cover everything with the phone. So there's a whole lot of moving shots and all that. But yeah, I, I recorded, you know, all this, hopefully all the stuff in there. How many people were in there doing the exact same thing? Oh, I mean, a lot of people were taking pictures. I don't think anybody was filming stuff though. They might've been, ah. but I didn't see anybody being like, Hey, this is me from blah, blah, blah. Like when subscribe to my YouTube and all that crap. They probably get that like, like <laughs> but they probably get it all the time. Yeah. Well, there was a security guard there, and like right when we came in and we were recording, I just kind of looked at him and I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, he'll say something if we can't do this, right? <laughs> so I just started recording everything. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he'll tell me if I can do it. But they didn't seem to care. They didn't seem to care that we were filming stuff and all that. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure they're used to it. I mean, it's, you know, it's just it's just advertisement for them. I mean, why should they care? Right, right. But yeah, I'm re- I'm really happy that I went. It's a very cool place. Uh, I wish that Jess and I, we, we wish that we could have stayed longer, but, you know, we only had so much time. But it was kind of like, I was just, like, rushing through it to try to film everything. And then after that, I'm like, okay, now I can actually, like, be a fan and look at stuff and, like, see, like, what I want to buy now. Now that I've looked at all this shit, you know. So it's kind of like, it was like that. I'm like, all right, so now I can, like, shop. And I knew I wanted to get a couple shirts, and I like I like mm-hmm. what I found. And, and actually, the Amiibos, I did grab them before we, you know, before I got into the full 
shooting of stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, Ridley. Oh, Ridley, Chiba, Chibi, you know. Just grab that right out the front. I didn't bring my 3DS with me, but I should have, you know, for like street passes and all that. I'm going to take it. I mean, I'll take it with me to, to Japan for sure because that's the most street passes I'm ever going to get it's in Japan because everybody's still playing there. Last week, Justin said that there was the section for obscure stuff. You talked about arms and everything. Yeah. I'm wondering what, what was the most obscure game you saw represented there? It actually, you know what? There wasn't much representation on the obscure stuff. Like I was kind of bummed about that. I wanted to be able, I wanted to see some like fire. I wanted to see some F zero shit. I, you know, I barely even saw any fire emblem stuff in there. I guess maybe they're saving that for three houses, but I think like the most obscure stuff was like, what was it? Like, Yu-Gi-Oh or something like that. There was some weird 3DS thing that I didn't know what it was, like in the side. But, but I mean, yeah, it wasn't really. I guess uh, like last week we forgot to mention that um, Yokai Watch Three came out on 3DS as well. There's another one of those, but I didn't really see any Yokai Yokai Watch stuff in there. I didn't see any. I didn't see like any Luigi's Mansion stuff. Like I would have totally been into that if they had it, you know. And that just released on 3DS not that long ago. So I was kind of. The representation was kind of weird. I mean, obviously, there was a lot of Pokemon Let's Go stuff. There was a Zelda area. You know, pretty much Mario was all the bottom. You know, that was all, like, where the Mario stuff was. And everything else was, like, uh, was kind of was, was kind of random. Like, there was, like, you know, there was the, the cup that I found. Like, that was just kind of in the middle with some other puzzles and stuff. For like, And I guess there was a Mario Kart shirt there that had the old, like, uh, sprites on it. But yeah, that was about it. It was it was kind of weird. Like I, then I was disappointed. Like I said, I was there was like a very very small section in the corner for for Metroid, and it was like, it was basically like shirts, a hat, and some mugs. That was it. <laughs> it was like two shirts, a hat, and a mug. There was no like plushies mm. or anything for for Samus. So I was like, mm. but I, maybe they're they're saving it. Three years later, twenty twenty two, whenever that comes out, they'll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll put that on. There. Yeah, they were Did working see... on the Metroid section, but it got rebooted. So you know, yeah, they had to start all over again. <laughs> they have a different retailer working on it now. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was going to ask: Was there any sort of like, cal- you know, just sometimes when you're like hanging out at different places, you'll see they'll have like venues and stuff. They'll have like a calendar of events. Like, did you see anything like that that was like here are the events that are happening at Nintendo New York? Like, you know what I mean? Like where they haven't any sort of big events. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't see anything, but I wasn't really looking for it. So it might, they might've been on there. I I looked at, we looked at the website later and it did say like that they were doing a thing for Yoshi's Crafted World next month. So it did say like show like upcoming events, but I didn't see it. It might've been on the, it might've been on the bottom floor there on the, on the ground floor, but I just didn't, didn't see it. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was great to see. I wish I could go, (laughs) wish I could go back there, but I did ask, you know, I asked the guys about the Tokyo one, about the one in Tokyo and if they knew when it was happening and they said the same thing that we said, you know, fall. I'm like, well, like we're going there. Hopefully it'll be there by the time we get there. And I mean, we'll be there the first week of November. So that's partially winter, right? So maybe we catch all the fall stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe. But yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that was my week of purchases. Cool. Do you, uh, do you guys got anything else? I think John I got might. Katamari Damacy. Yeah, I, I I thought that you did because you kind of alluded to it earlier with all the with all the references to it. I, I, yes, ca- I, I caught those. Yeah. Oh, you got Katamari. Yeah, I did. Yes, yes, yes. I finally did. Just because I got a, uh, I got my my first paycheck at my new job. So oh, okay. I said celebrate new game. Yeah, yeah, cool. so for sure. I've been wanting that one. I've been thinking about that one since it came out in December. Mm-hmm. So. Which you know that came out. Remember the first day that Smash came out. So it's yeah. been a little while now. 
Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was the day that everything came out, which it was like, right. why? <laughs> like, shouldn't you wait? <laughs> shouldn't you wait? Just let. I mean, you're not going to be able to compete. Right. Right. Just roll on out of the way. Mm. But yeah, Katamari, um, I'm enjoying it. I've played it for about not that long at all, like 45 minutes so far. Mm. And it feels just like the original game, but with more polish. The graphics look really good. Um, the, the the style has held up over the years. And, uh, you know, the gameplay is solid. It is what it is. It's, it's Katamari. Mm-hmm. What more could you want? It's a fantastic game. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I mean, does it look... I mean, I'm sure it looks brighter. I mean, does the sound sound better? I don't know. Like it's does it does Music it feel great. does yeah. it feel any different? I mean, I'm sure it I'm sure it feels exactly like how you remember it being. You know, like to me, it feels exactly like how yeah. I remember it on the yeah. PlayStation controller. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is that the the graphics just look better. You know, it being an HD now, it, it looks really really smooth and yeah. There's not much that really needed to be done to it graphically because the style already was kind of purposefully a little bit remedial oh yeah yeah even at the time or for the time even at yeah, the time it was, it was yeah. simplified yeah that worked in its favor i think um yeah some things that i'm i'm remembering as i'm playing it uh, i i'd completely forgotten about all the cutscenes in the movie uh, in, yeah, in the game in the I mean, game all yeah, the yeah. cutscenes, <laughs> which are really funny I'm, I'm really enjoying seeing those mm-hmm. it's like the first one Two kids are watching like some kind of like Saturday morning cartoon, whatever. And then the newsman pops in and says, "You interrupt your program. All the stars have disappeared from the sky." More on that later. And he goes <laughs> yeah. back to the cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I forgot about like, that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just... like that kind of stuff is really funny to me. So I, I'm enjoying it, and I think even for thirty bucks, we we kind of were talking about why is it a twenty like it was before. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think even back in the day, that was a really great value. There was a lot of game in there for for twenty bucks for sure. Yeah, I just I couldn't believe that it was twenty new when it came out. I was like, "What?" And yeah. it's twenty bucks. Like I feel like that probably has a lot to do with its success, right? Because right. it was so bizarre, yeah. but it was a but they were able to release it at like a lower price point, you know. So maybe people who weren't sure about it would be more into getting right. it because it wasn't a full sixty. You know, it was like it wasn't like oh, I think that's too weird to buy. They're like, oh no, twenty bucks. I'll try that out. Like maybe it's yeah. tryout level, you know. And that that game, you know it. That game was like kind of kind of a shorter shorter game. It was like what eight eight hours or something, maybe in total. Something like um, that, yeah. But it was something it, that I feel like that's why they they did twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. And were that original game released today, it would be you know like a download only thing. Sure. Um, so that it would have more room for for success. But back then, they said it's not really a full fledged game. Let's put it for twenty bucks. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, this it um, worked in their favor. I mean, this one is like a download only, mostly. I mean, there is a physical is, version yeah. that you can get from GameStop only, from what, from my understanding. So you can, but to me, I, I'm like, I, I don't want to get physical because I want to have it on my Switch whenever I feel like rolling around in Katamari. Of course, yeah. And I was gonna say, like, even though it takes only like ten hours to beat, like, I feel like it has a lot of replayability to it. So it's like, uh, yeah, you might want to just pop in and play another level again. You might want to do that level where you co- where you collect the crabs, or like the one with the twins, or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's some, or like the one where you like roll up this. I, I think that's at the end. Spoilers, but where you roll up the countries, like off the mm-hmm. off the globe and all that. Like that's stuff you would like to come back and play again. You know, for the fun. Is there any sort of like online leaderboards or multiplayer or anything? Is there any extras that they've added to it that you've noticed? I don't, I don't know. I, I really haven't dug into it very deep at all. Oh, okay. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, let's yeah wait. I guess we can report on that next week. Yeah, I didn't know if they had like modernized it or anything like that in that way. I don't know. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I don't I, know. I'll have to see. I still want to get that one. I still check for it to be on sale, you know. And I'm still it's on it's been on my I like I made a wish list of stuff. It's on my wish list, so which uh which I saw, you know, like Jeremy was saying, uh like Jeremy was saying with the uh Diablo being on sale. You know, I've been kind of watching that as well. But I didn't mm. I didn't get Diablo yet because of I was waiting to see what came out with the direct and uh, there was quite a things a few things that came out with that. Speaking of which, uh do you guys want to take a break and get to take that? I don't think we really. I, think so. I don't think we really need to do our news part this time because the the news is the direct. Yep, the news is the direct. All right, cool. For well, sure. we will be right back with our direct impressions. Don't go anywhere. There was a hell of a direct today, man. Like uh, that was like, yeah, that was that was a direct. Like anybody who said that that direct wasn't good, you're full of shit. I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're looking for, but this direct hit all of the points for me. Like it definitely covered every game that I'm interested in. Aside for, I mean, I guess there were a couple that were missed in there, mostly Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion. But I think, I think, and Pokemon. But I think all those are going to be E3 stuff. Like yeah. Animal Crossing for sure, probably. I think will yeah. be will be E three. I think I think this direct was covering us up through not even the holiday season, but just through like fall. Yeah, yeah. It seems so that's like what I think this is all about, and then we're gonna get more. Well, you also know, for the rest of the year at E three. Yeah, we'll get more announcements at E three. So I think this is probably the only direct we're gonna get before we get the the showcase video in June. In June, right? The E three is June, or is it July? June. Yep. Yeah, it's June. In June, well, there so. may be. I don't know. There may be a focused direct for it, it's something. still a while away i think there's gonna be a focused one like yeah said jeremy yeah well i'm sure they'll, yeah. they said there'll be another earthbound one or not earthbound uh, <laughs> there'll be another fire emblem one in the future that gets into it more because they only like showed a little bit i know they they did say that but but yeah no i thought i thought it was a hell of a direct uh lots of really great stuff uh, I guess we'll let's do what we did before and let's just go through it from the beginning. There's a lot of stuff that was released that we got that I want to talk about, but we'll have to wait till we get to it, which sucks because yeah. there's one thing that I, things that I really want to talk about, but we will. But man, right? Okay, so right at the beginning, fucking Mar- Super Mario Maker two, like that was just boom, Day one like no. My, cool. So my oh, first yeah. thought, it'd I be mean, stupid I, not I to. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I went to Mario Maker pretty quick, but my first thought was. Oh shit! Super Nintendo games on the eShop. Oh really? When you, on the, when you on saw the, the, on yeah. the uh, Nintendo Online. But oh, then once yeah. I saw that it was just a bunch of slopes, then I was like, "Wait, this is Mario Maker." Because like obviously the slopes are going to be yeah a big part of the the update, which yeah. they are, and a lot of and a lot of other stuff. Like this is a full on brand new game. Like there's no port whatsoever in this. Like yeah. heck no. Like they so, did. Yeah, I was expecting a Super Mario Maker Deluxe. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm glad they didn't uh, do that. Watching this trip, I I don't 
know Super Mario Maker as well as you guys do. So, like, what was new about this? Every one? all of it, all of it was yeah. New. The inter- the interface, everything they showed, good. yeah. Well, I mean, the big like big things was like so. There's no slope mechanic in the original one. You can't make like stuff like that. Like all of the bad guys that it showed, like all the enemies it showed on there, were not in the original one. Yeah, you, there was no sun. Nice. They did like the sand level on Mario Three with the evil sun. Like that wasn't in there. There's like the big, uh, what was it? The big giant bullet bills, like from uh, Mario Land, like weren't in there. I feel like they were really bringing a lot of like Super Mario 3D World and Super Mario 3D Land into the game, you know. Yeah. And now you got the cast. They're, even, they're yeah. even showing like yeah. so, like certain enemies they were like drawn out past for the enemy. Which yeah, that's yeah, not no, they were that was in the original. Yeah, you couldn't do that. Well, there was the one with the we had like the big uh, piranha plant with the spikes. You uh-huh. could draw where that was going, and you could also decide the way, where the level was moving like on the on the automatic scrolling yep. levels like you could make it go at an angle that wasn't in there uh, yeah there's more verticality to this yeah the cat suit wasn't in there that's in there now you can do that you can do the bell trees like from uh super mario or super mario mm-hmm. 3d world like that was never in there it looks like they were just like let's just turn it up to a thousand like there's a yeah. there's like a blocks that you hit to um to make other blocks disappear and reappear like that wasn't in the other one um, I noticed that the interface looked like it was like on a rotating, like you would select a type of item, and then like a, the circumference oh, yeah, around yeah. it would be where you would choose the specific variety of that item. Yeah, there was a circle, like the old, yeah. um, like the old iPod thing. Kind of, yeah, like the the touch wheel a little bit, mm-hmm. or like Diablo three, which I'm learning that's the way that game works. <laughs> Is it like that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah, guess, where uh, it uses the circular wheel interface. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the one after this kind of does that too, but yeah, uh, Super Mario Maker Two, man, I was uh, very June coming very soon. June, yeah, very very soon. Uh, that'll be pre E three, I think, probably right. They didn't give a date; they just said June. But that's yeah. amazing. My yeah. guess is that's going to be their E three drop because E three comes usually around June, like tenth, eleventh, twelfth, or uh-huh. so. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to say, "Surprise, guys! It's available today." That, oh no! Be like, no. I don't think they're going to do that for that game. That game's way or if too. Or nothing else, it'll be yeah. playable on the show floor. It'll. I think it'll be out before E3. Later, but I really that's too big of a game for them to just be like, "Hey, it's out now." Like it's a. It, this is a full on, you know, retail retail game here. This is a retail sixty dollars game, which is totally worth it. I, I mean, besides I pay more for uh, that more than that, but yeah, I think it's yeah, going to be besides yeah. the Yoshi Crafted World. This is the only big Nintendo release this year, right? Like main. Well, no, I mean Switch. Re- well, before they announced more games after that. But. Well, I mean, but I mean, the big Nintendo releases are this: Animal Crossing, Pokemon, Luigi's Mansion, uh, Fire Emblem, and Yoshi. Like, there's quite a quite a few big Nintendo releases this year. And then so, the other one that was announced at the end. Yeah, which we won't talk about yet. <laughs> yeah, that one too. But yeah, no, uh, I think that it's not going. I don't think it's going to be like it's. This is out now. This is the kind of game that they're going to like promote the hell out of. I there might be another there'll probably be another direct with more Mario Maker stuff in there like they did that for the first one, but uh yeah no I'm super excited to play it Super Mario Maker game Super Mario Maker is a great game for the for the Wii U, it just had one of those game it's just one of those games that never gets old because every time you play yeah. it you'll play a new level like the levels go on forever and like you could follow people's creations like I followed yeah. like Pear from IGN I followed Jeremy like. You could follow people people on YouTube that make stuff like you can, yeah. or like they even had the the phone app where you could where you could like select levels from your phone and then and it would transfer to your Wii U and you could play it later. Like there was all this really cool stuff that they did in the original one that made it like a game that I just we would just play. Like Jess and I kept playing it, 
Plus, you could scan your amiibos in, and then you'd have a scan of the amiibos. You could, like, be Sonic and Mario if you wanted, or, or like, Ryu or KK or whoever. You know, you could scan everybody to put in. It was was amazing. So I'm just excited about, if nothing else, whether – the content's going to be great for sure, but the install base on this is going to make it – more kind of what they had oh, yeah, in mind yeah. for the first one. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot more prolific. There's going to be so many more people. Sure, there's going to be a hu- huger glut of shitty levels. <laughs> of troll there, levels, probably. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess that they're probably going to make every level available from the original. Well, you mean every level that, like, Nintendo made? You, you mean, like, well, all You mean all of the ones that are out, that are in the ether of the Wii U one? You think will be in there? Like, they'll transfer I, it over I, somehow? I, I think so, because I think maybe that's their way of appeasing the people who who never uh, got the original, like myself. Mm. You know what I mean? So it is kind of a deluxe in that way. You can play all the thousands and thousands of levels that were already made. Yeah. Yeah, That would be a great thing to say in the advertisements. Hey, it's already got... How many levels were made for Mario Maker? Do you even know? Dozens of thousands of levels? I I can't even... I can't even, like... There's no way I could comprehend. I don't even know how to look, because it was just... There's lots of them. Like I never had, I never saw a level twice. Like in the in the level where you just find random, you know, where you can just find random levels. Right. Like I never really saw anything repeat. That would be really cool if they just made every level available that was already made. And hey, yeah. all those things you already spent hours on, it's good in this game too. That would yeah. be cool. That if would be a, it transferred over. Yeah, that would be a very mm-hmm. cool thing if they did that. I don't know if they will, but more I power to them if they do. I mean, that would be crazy if it's like, oh yeah, by the way, all the stuff from Wii U you can play on here too. I think it would be more likely for. 3ds stuff since that's oh, right. the one there was still the 3DS developing one. for yeah which i have that i didn't play much of it but well the three it was still pretty cool the 3ds one did have a full-on single player mode in there with nintendo uh-huh. made levels in it like and it had like a full campaign in there so it would be cool to have that transfer over like that was a lot of fun that was the whole reason i uh that's the whole reason I bought that on 3DS was to play that single player campaign mode on there, and it was mostly cool. why I bought it too. Yeah, they had some cool. Well, you got it, you got it, and then I got it after you did because I, it was all yeah, it was about that single player. I really wanted to play it, and it's fun. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. I mean, that's like I love like right off the bat, like they're not fucking around. Like right at the beginning, it's like boom, Super Mario Maker two. But I'm really, I'm so, I'm so happy. Like I understand people who didn't play it, like you know, on the original one, want want to see all the old stuff. But I'm so happy that it's not a port, like that it's not. So this a is totally game. has to be the game they were talking about when they said there's still one more. Oh, the one that fans will love. Everyone's gonna be excited about, yeah. But that could have been the one at the end too. It could have been You're the right. one at the end because a lot right. of people have been talking about that for a long time too. You know. Well, I will say this is pretty for me. It's it was a little <laughs> spooky, but not too spooky. But um, on Sunday, um, I've mentioned a friend of mine, Alex, who is really into pinball. He's the one that got me into the pinball uh, FX or whatever it's called on the, uh, on the switch where I played a bunch of it for a while there. But he was talking to me about, you know, he had the Wii U and he had Mario maker. He still does. Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I would have a, he's told me I would have a switch by now if they had ported Mario maker. I was like, I, and, and this was just Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I believe that Mario maker is going to come to the switch, but it's not going to be a, a port. He's like, no, it'll just be like, the Mario Kart game, it's just going to be like a deluxe port. And we like argued about it a little bit. And I was like, no, now, I think after yeah. what happened with Smash, that I believe that if Mario Maker comes out for the Switch, it's going to be a whole new game. And we kind of like just joked about it a little bit. And he basically said, you know, I'll buy a Switch if it comes to that. So well, I'm looking forward to like talking to him tomorrow. Pardon me and being like, hey, you got to buy a Switch now, you know. It's here now. Yeah. Now you got to do it. It was the it was the bet, right? 
Yeah. And it was exactly what I said, too. It's, I mean, none of us are surprised, but yeah. Nintendo is not just going to, at this point, not going to port that. They're going to. They got to do a new one. Yeah. They got a new one. And I mean, the interface is so different. It's not a dual screen scenario. So, Mm -hmm. although I guess that game never really, it just showed what you were doing on the screen. Yeah. TV. Well, a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it was about like being able to draw stuff with the stylus and all that, like draw the actual parts of the land, you know. And I guess the, the option will just have to be you'll just have to undock it if you want to do that. If you want to like draw it on the screen, you undock it and you make it and you put it back on and play it on the TV, you know. Unless it's got really good pointer <laughs> controls or something with the Joy Cons. Yeah, I guess they could try that too. I mean, it, they'd be the first one to do it right, right? Because uh, people, yeah. other people have tried. I guess it kind of works okay in the Pokemon game and Let's Go, but but it's not really. You don't do it that much. You just do it on that little bit part where you where you pet Eevee or Pikachu or whatever. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, I figured if they hadn't done Mario Maker Deluxe yet, they were definitely making a new one, you know? And I hope that we're finally at the point where the Wii U ports are done. I hope they're done with that because I'm kind of... Last year was was a lot of mostly Wii U ports from Nintendo and I just... I didn't get any of them because I already bought them. You know, I don't need to get them again just for portability and all that, but... I understand it's great for people to play games that are really good, like uh, Tropical Freeze and Mario U and all that. But for me, I already played all those games. I didn't need to play them again. So I was like, I'm going to really... be pretty surprised if Mario 3D World doesn't come to the Switch at some point. I think, sure. but maybe they're making a new one. Maybe they're doing the same thing, and we're going to get Mario 3D Universe or something like that. Oh, you know, maybe they're doing the same thing, and maybe that's why they Mario waited 3D so Galaxy. long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe they're maybe that's why they're waiting so long. I don't know. Because I'm hoping at this point, with with the large amount of games that we're seeing coming from Nintendo this year, I don't. I'm hoping that they don't fall back on ports again because they don't really. I mean, they don't really got much to port on there from now. You know, left like aside from I guess other company ones like people say like Tokyo Mirage Sessions or, or, or I will say or like Wonderful 101 and that type of thing. But I will say when Mario Maker first came out, you know, what was that? 2015 was that the year it came out, or was it 2016? I don't know. We were definitely podcasting then. I know that. I think it was. I think it was like 2015. Yeah, it might have been 2015. When it first came out, I remember us talking about it. It was probably being written in like uh, in the press or whatever at the time. But like the the kind of wondering if there would be any more of the new Super Mario Brother games after Mario Maker was released. Oh yeah. And you know what? There hasn't been. A there new hasn't one been. Since well, uh, honestly, was released, but not a 2D one. Right. And of course, there's there was the you know not the new Super Mario Brothers series. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. They, there's a Super U that just came out on Switch, but that's a port. Yeah, right. But uh, but yeah, this is the second Mario Maker game to come out since people were saying that. So I think there should not be mean, any more of the new no Super Mario's. Right. That's kind of like proving that to be the be a thing. Yeah, and that just, they should just. Well, they did have. There were some like Nintendo made characters that would create mm-hmm. stuff on Mario Maker. So, but it wasn't like, but it's not giving you like the, you know, like where there's stuff in there that wouldn't be, you know, they would make their own because there'd be stuff in there that you can't use oh, to create with or whatever, you know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, they haven't announced it, but I bet there will be. There probably will be. But yeah, that was a real banger of a beginning there. Like Mario Maker 2 was like. It was. Yeah, that's a hell of a starter on there. I don't want to spend. I was kind of waiting for them the whole time to come back to it and explain more, but but they didn't. No, no, there'll there'll be more. There'll be another. I'm sure there'll be another direct closer to when it comes out, I think, explaining more of it. Or maybe they'll do, maybe they'll do it at E3, explain it there. But it's, they had a lot, they had a lot to cover though, you know, which is great. Mm -hmm. Like lots of really cool new games. 
Um, do you want to move on to the second one? I know we could talk like a whole episode about Super Mario Maker 2, sure. but there's a lot of stuff yeah, in here to on. talk. Sure. I know you're excited about the next one, Trey. I'm totally excited, yeah. Well, this one was already announced. It was announced during the Game Awards last year. Mm. But uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, uh, now with online play, which I'm very excited about that. Uh, I'll definitely be getting that one. Um, it's uh, I loved uh, Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2. Uh, I think it looks cool. I'm a huge fan. Uh, Captain Marvel's in there, even though I think she was already in the other Ultimate Alliances. But hey, you know, she's got a movie coming out, so got to put her in there. Uh, it's against the Black Alliance, Thanos, and all that. Uh, it's basically Diablo, but with a story and and uh, Marvel characters. So, you know. <laughs> but that's that was, I think that kind of killed my Diablo purchase for me. Once I saw that there was a Marvel Ultimate Alliance coming out, I'm like, I don't need Diablo. I can wait. I can wait for Marvel Ultimate Alliance. But it is it is coming out in the summer. But yeah, no, I'm excited to play it. It's got online mode. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, I'm sure Jess and I will play it. Like it's a good it's a good co op game, you know. And it's cool that there's online too, so I could play co op with other people as well. I'm yeah, I'm psyched. I, I love you know my my two uh, favorite things combined, Nintendo and Marvel. So yeah, hundred percent for me. I know you guys are probably iffy on it, but that one's a yes. Obviously, uh, yeah, I probably don't care that much. Yeah, the Super Mario Maker Two is an obvious yes from all of us because. That looks amazing. But yeah, we don't need to talk about Marvel Ultimate Alliance that much because we didn't really see that much of it. But uh, I'm on board for this one, too. Uh, brand new Box Boy game on the Switch. Box Boy and Box Girl. Box Boy plus Box Girl. Uh, that's one I'm Which I, I never did get the second Box Boy game on uh, 3DS, so I'm definitely already behind mm-hmm. on this game. What a square. I didn't, I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it either. I only got the first one as well. But those games are a lot of fun. They're how laboratory games, right? And they're like as, uh, very budget priced. In, oh yeah, they're you know, they're super get... cheap. They're like ten dollars or less, I think, for most of them. Yeah, I think so. the first box play was like five. Yeah, they're incre- incredibly inexpensive. But was it like two hundred and seventy levels? They said were on there, and there's co op, and there's extra boxes. Those games are a lot of fun to play. I mean, I I hundred percent recommend it to anybody. Who has I never Switch played one before, so I'll get those. I like puzzle games, puzzle yeah. platformers. They're really fun. Like they're they're a lot of fun. They're very creative. Uh, it's always it's definitely cool. a good fit for the Switch. Yeah, it's always cool to see how a laboratory just like just go out there and do their own thing that isn't like Kirby or or Smash Brothers. You know, it's nice to see them do their own sort of quirky quirky title. So I'm into that 100 percent box boy, and that's for that's coming out April. Not not that far away from now. So so we got that in the in the future. Also, uh, Super Smash Brothers version 3.0. Not really much about that. They kind of yeah. Were, they were like, "There's a new version. <laughs> what's the what's going to happen?" They were they were pretty. Well, can't tell you yet. Yeah, yeah. They were very vague about it. They're like, "Oh yeah, new version. Uh, is there anything in there?" Nope. Uh, and they just kept going. But you liked uh, one and two. You'll love three. Yeah. Well, I mean, they showed Joker on there a little bit, so maybe they'll do. Maybe he'll be a part of it. Maybe he won't. They I said don't know. Joker's coming before the end of April. Oh, okay. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the beginning of the, uh, and that, but so he's coming before the update because the update is spring, right? Or would April be considered spring? There's an update was spring. Yeah. And then Joker before the end of April. Okay. Well, yeah, we all, we are, we all already have Smash Brothers, so we'll all get the update too. Because <laughs> I'm not going to get the update. No, you're just going to not connect to the internet. You're yeah. like, no, I don't <laughs> no. need it. There'll be more tweaking, you know. Oh, that's right. You don't even have internet. <laughs> They'll, Nope. nope. You're not even talking to us right now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they'll just nerf uh, King K. Rule some more. That's what they'll do with that update. But yeah, that's more. that was a really weird thing to have in there, actually, where it's like, hey, we got another Smash thing, but uh, we're not going to tell you anything. Move along. Like, okay. All right. 
Now, this next one, speaking of re-released Wii U games, this is one that actually kind of makes me want to buy it again, even though I already have it. And that's uh, the the new stuff for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I liked I liked that game a lot the first time. I did too. I loved that game. That game was so relaxing. It's a very nice game to play, just kind of like unwinding at the end of the day. Mm. Just kind of relaxing for a little bit before bed. Like yeah. I played it a lot. I got all the I got all the gems except for on the final very final final level. You got it on Switch, didn't you, Jeremy? I got it on no, only on, on the Wii U. Yeah, I thought Wii you had uh, well I know that there was a demo of it that we both played on Switch. Uh-huh. Which had a weird pointer thing on it, but there it looks like they're adding a bunch of new levels on there, and there there's some paid DLC, but it's not much. Like there's actually they put it up on the eShop right now. You can buy the whole thing with the DLC for forty five dollars. I know it was and forty when it came cents. out. Whatever, <laughs> and ninety eight <laughs> cents, yeah. But no, I mean that's not a bad deal, you know forty forty five bucks with all that extra stuff and they're showing on there. Cents. Yes, do so we have to be technical? <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean it, it looked fun. There's a there's a co op mode now. Uh, there's a later levels where you can play with Toadette and Toad, you know, and um I do wonder how that co-op mode's going to work. Yeah. If it's a single screen thing or what because like It's got to be single you're screen. You're rotating the whole diorama. Like. It would seem like it would be really easy to I don't know, you'd have to stay, stick near each other the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know, I was uh, I was intrigued. Like I thought those new levels looked really cool. Like that uh like that pirate ship that they had that was like cut in half, you know, where you could see the back of it and all that. Like I I thought that was really neat. And I was like, man, I'm like, I already have it for Wii U. And, of course, there's no update for Wii U. I can't just pay $5 to play it on that. So, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm still undecided on it, but I kind of wanted to get it again just for that extra stuff. Because it looks like a lot of fun to play. And that game is really fun. Like, I, I had a blast with it. I think, I feel like that game was one of the games that came out. Like, it, I think it was around, wasn't it around when you first got your Wii, Jeremy? And I think it was when I got it, it was. too. Yeah. Because I think that was when we first started talking about Wii stuff. When we were like, oh, yeah, Nintendo's got these really cool, quirky games on Wii U, like uh, Captain Toad. So I, I know we both played that played that game. And, yeah, that game was yeah, a lot of Yeah, I think that was, that a, was a day one buy for me because yeah. I was so excited about it. And it was not disappointing at all. And it was also 40 bucks then, and it's still 40 bucks, But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll wait for them to – I was hoping that they were going to say that it was going to go on sale now. And it was going to be like 30 bucks or something with the DLC, but – it's cool that they're still adding stuff to it. I mean, it looks like a lot of fun to play. So that's a that's a maybe on me for me. I'm sure for you guys too. But for me, definitely a maybe because that's a maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, I have to <laughs> I have to say this just because just this is what Jess took away from this one, and she knows absolutely nothing about it. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. She said that sounded like a like a period accident nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> like you like you get your period while you're asleep and you accidentally uh the stain the sheets and you have to go wash them. That was Jess's words. But yeah, that's what she thought of. Bloodstained ritual of the night was a, was like a scary it was like a scary nightmare of uh, of ant flow and all and all that. So <laughs> yeah. And and th- special thanks to Jess for doing these notes for me by the way for the for doing it while I was doing the stream of the uh of the of the uh, direct, but yeah, bloodstained ritual of the night. We finally got to see some of the footage of it, and actually, like I had some problems with YouTube earlier, so I wasn't able to like start watching the direct until right about now because because it was a live feed and I couldn't rewind it and all that. So I saw this, and I thought this was Pandora's Tower <laughs> being re released on uh, 
on the Switch. That remember that old Wii game that yeah, you could buy on Wii U uh, on, on Virtual Console? Operation Rainfall. That game's actually pretty cool. I actually did get that on the Wii U, but I didn't play very much of it. Yeah. I own it. I played a I played a good amount of it. It was a lot of fun to play. I didn't beat it because it got really hard. I got to the point where it ramped up, and I just it kind of fell off after that. But the parts in the game footage where it shows him like walking around the tower and the tower turns and all that, that kind of reminded me of Pandora's Tower, and that's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. And I didn't see – I caught it at the very end, so it didn't say what it was. It just went straight on to the next thing. So I was like, was that – I was like, was that Pandora's Tower? I don't know. But yeah, uh, you know, Ega's, Ega's new Castlevania game. I'm sure you're totally on board with this, Jeremy. I am. What do you What do you think about the graphical style, like with the 3D – do you think it looks? I don't know. I don't think it looks they great didn't show graphically. Any minions, but, so I don't know if this is yeah. truly a if it's going to have the level up system of the Castlevania games. Well, I guess they showed. I mean, they showed some like that you can design your own characters, and there's a guy that'll ridicule you for having tattoos. In yeah, there. <laughs> you have all this art on your body. What is that? What is that about? Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm sure there's leveling up in there. I mean, the one, the Curse like, of the Moon one was supposed to be like change up the gravity, like a, which looks really cool. I think that's a that's a uh, a gameplay thing that stands yeah, out to me. I'm sure. interested in that. Um, yeah, I, I hope you can level up. I hope you can have equipment and and all that. If I that's figured, there, yeah. then this is uh, Symphony of the Night style game through and through. I'm into I'm into it. I'd be really surprised if there wasn't if art they, style. It's neither here or there. I mean, yeah. whatever. I art, mean, art style is great in a game, but some games, like if you're just running around slashing things, like eventually you just stop caring about the art style. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I wasn't really a huge fan of the art. I, I thought it looked kind of, I don't know. I thought it looked kind of bad. I guess for the it three, doesn't look yeah. as cool as a uh, curse, curse of the moon, or whatever it was called. Well, that yeah, curse of the moon was more like uh, it was curse of the NES moon, right? Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was NES style, but it had a nice like sprite art going on. This one just looks like, you know, low level 3D, like like PlayStation One. Like well, it was 3D made an even. Unreal Engine yeah. or something. Just so it looks like PlayStation Two ish. Looks better than one. Mm, I don't know, man. I thought it looked kind of. I don't. It looked it looked kind of low poly. I guess I wasn't really impressed with the with the uh, art design. But I mean, I'd I'd be really really surprised if it's not. This was supposed to be the full on. Symphony of the Night, level up, you know, armor and all that. If that's not in there, then why are they even making it? There's no reason to play it. I felt like this, the Curse of the Moon one was, I was had my the appetizer. to see if they were yeah. going to show any of the interface and mm-hmm. how that worked, and they didn't. It was yeah. just straight up action, and that, hack and slash and then the gravity thing. And that one's still... I've not been interested in Bloodstained just because it would make me want to play a Castlevania game. The whole time I would be thinking, like, Yeah, but it's made by a guy who made... Symphony of the Night, right? But it's made by Iga, who made Castlevania. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like playing a game by Miyamoto that isn't Mario and like wanting him to play Mario. It's just it's like, not published by the same company yeah. that's made by the same guy. I don't know if you know, but Konami sucks kind of kind of sucks uh-huh. now. So it's good that he's moved on to a different thing. So I say support him and play it and, mm-hmm. and don't worry about Castlevania because we probably won't see any new Castlevania games in a long time. Because nope. Konami doesn't really know how to use their uh It's just their like Har- how Harvest Moon went yeah. to shit. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now all the good Harvest Moon games are not Harvest Moon. Yeah. And that's kind of what's happening with Castlevania. Yeah. Well, I mean, Castlevania games just aren't – they're just not there. They just don't yeah. – all they do is re-release PSP versions of them on PlayStation 4, which – why? But that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but uh, I say uh, I'm pretty interested in the uh, Bloodstained. 
as cool as Curse of the Moon was, that's what's giving me like the merit, I think. Mm. Or that's what's giving it the merit for me. Yeah. If, the, if the price is right, I'll buy it. I don't think if it'll... it's like if it's a sixty dollar game, I may not. No, I don't. I, I don't expect it to be any more than twenty. I don't think. Uh, I'm cautiously optimistic, is what I wanted to say. But I, but I think that go. I think that it'll be. I don't know. I'm interested still. But the next two games are the two games that I was the most interested in on this whole thing before I knew about the beginning and end game. I'm and highly this, interested direct. in one of them. You better be interested in that first one too, though, because Dragon Quest Builders Two. As online, man, we could totally play online. I know you want to play like that other game, Minecraft, but this game is better, way better. No, I, yeah. I'm super excited for Dragon Quest Builders 2. I've been excited for a long time. I played the Japanese version already, the demo. I played it last year when it came out, but now it has a date, uh, July 12th, which is awesome because I was wanting to get that before we went to Japan, and uh, now I'll have it, which means I got to get going on that Dragon Quest Builders 1. I mean, I'm almost done with it. I'm on the third level, and there's four levels. But, yeah, there's a bunch of new stuff now. You can run. There's a first-person mode. There's underwater stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can You can. Well, I mean, you can, like, <laughs> run faster. Uh, now, I mentioned it before. You have a sail for, uh, very much like the um, thing from Breath of the Wild. You can float around now, which is awesome. There's, a there's like, an old-school 8-bit map that you can do where you can actually teleport to more than one place now. There's fast travel all over the place. I really like that. That is pretty cool. I'm wondering if that means – I'm wondering if that means that there's going to be bigger areas because in the first one, you basically have one town that you're building up and you go to other places from there, but you can warp back to the town. This much mean that there's more towns that you can warp to or something, mm -hmm. so – but yeah, I think it looks a lot of fun. I love those games. Uh, Dragon Quest Builders One was really cool, and Dragon Quest yeah, Builders Two, the demo there, was I have awesome an too. Question: What do pandas panic when they get set on fire? <laughs> well, I'm sure the equivalent of pandas <laughs> do panic when they get set on fire. No, I'm glad that they gave that a release date. I was like, yeah, and I hadn't even seen the Mario Maker thing when I was watching it earlier, and I was like, cool, Dragon Quest, I'm in. But uh, I guess the big, big one is the one after that which you should be interested very in. Exciting, we should all be interested very exciting. in. I'm very excited. Yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven. which, you know what? I was listening. Now I am waiting. Now yeah. I am waiting until yeah. it comes out for the Switch. Well, it says fall. I, this one I really hope comes out before we go to Japan because I want to I want to play this on the, on the plane to Japan. I want to play it while we're in Japan because it's a Japanese game. And, I no, I love Dragon Quest. Uh, I was very excited for Dragon Quest Eleven. But what's really cool about this, I don't know if you guys noticed, but... This is going to be a combination of the 3DS version and the PS4 version mm -hmm. because you have the yeah. fully 2D version in there, which was only exclusive to the 3DS version, which isn't coming here. So it's great that they're doing that. That 2D yeah. mode is so cool. Like I can just yeah. see like just switching to that when you're playing it in mobile. Oh, yeah. Just no, doing it that way for fun. You can do you can whenever play you want. You can play it in 2D anytime you want. You can. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I think that's what. Well, that's how it was Basically in the 3DS. Two games in one. Well, there was a there's two different versions that were out in Japan. There was one on 3DS and one on PS4. And the one on 3DS had a 3D mode and a 2D mode which you could switch in between at all times. But that but another thing, the 3DS mode had a street pass mode that when you passed by certain people you unlock would unlock more stories for each of the characters. Stories to where you go back in time to the old Dragon Quest games and you have a part in major events that happened in those which I thought was really cool. And it made me think that they're going to add it onto this one because it said at the end that they're adding new stories for each of the characters in this version, in the definitive Switch version. So, and, well, especially that stuff's already been written. Yeah, like, why yeah. wouldn't they use that content? Well, sure. And, well, and there's a couple other things. Uh, 
And they uh, made a big deal out of being able to use the Japanese voice acting. Yeah, that, I don't think that's in the PS4 version. And I also don't think that the orchestrated music it's is not. in the PS4 version either, because they were talking it's about not. that on Retronauts. So, yep. so that's a big that's a big deal. And both of those and actually friend of the show, Jeremy Parrish, did say that on his on his podcast that that he had heard that it was going to be a combination of the three DS and the PS4 one. And I love love that they're doing that. Like, yeah, no, I mean I've been excited about Dragon Quest Eleven since last year or since five years ago, whenever we heard it was coming out, but yeah, no, it's uh yeah, that one's a hundred. Well, both of those are, are buys for me. Dragon Quest Builders two and Dragon Quest 11. I think they're both amazing. I will buy. Yeah. 11 will be a day one buy for me. Yeah. I want to try. I've almost pulled the trigger on it so many times on the PS4 and, now I'm really just feeling good about, I'll just wait. I wanted to wait. Now I have all these yeah. other RPGs to play. I wanted to have it, well, I want it to be portable. So, and I wanted, and, I, and I'm glad that I waited because now there's all that extra 3DS stuff and all that on there. So I'm glad that, glad that they're just laying it out. And it looks great. I mean, I think it looks just as good as the PS4 one did, you know? It looks, uh, looks very good. There's a lot of cool stuff, uh, horse races, uh, you can change your, you can change your characters around. There's they, they talked about a whole bunch of stuff in there that I'm not going to fully get into, but yeah, I'm very excited about Dragon Quest Eleven, and hopefully maybe I can twist your arm into Dragon Quest Builders too. It'd be fun to play online together. We could play multiplayer. Just saying, it's good. It's a very good game. If you like the Dragon Quest stuff at all, or you like the characters, it's it's a good to play that play it mixed with Minecraft. I mean, it looks I like think. it might be happening at a time during the summer when there's not a lot. Not a lot of else going on. Well, July, yeah, it's July. Well, it's actually coming out coming out right around the time of uh, Fire Emblem. But I'm more I'm more excited about Dragon Quest Builders than Fire Emblem. But yeah, no, that was I saw those two things and I was like, yeah. And uh, the next thing, I really don't know what it is. Maybe you do. Uh, do you guys know what Sum Sums are? I don't. I think it's a mobile <laughs> game. Those. Uh, just, so yeah. Sum Sums. Okay, so. Uh, I'd seen like um, my niece has these like little toys. They're kind of like what can they be compared to? You know, how, like like Funko Pop figures. I hate uh, those things. Take like all these different like <laughs> properties, whatever, and yeah. make it into a certain style. It's like that, except for these are like little pig things. They're like so they'll take like they look like little pigs. Yeah, like, or, or like little um, they kind of look like guinea pigs. Or like yeah. hamsters, like little furry things, right? They're like, they're like little yeah, furry like stuff really, things. They're like really small. They're like the size of like maybe the tip of your thumb or something. Hmm. But there's oh, they're that small. My niece had ones for like Muppet Babies. I guess Disney ones are are popular because they made this into a game. Yeah. So Disney Zoom Zoom Festival. Yeah, it looks like a looks like mini games, like a lot of mini games involving. Are the they Zoom used Zooms. to play a game or anything, or are they just toys? No, they're just like toys, like. Like you know, pogs or whatever, like, like a gotcha collectible kind things. Of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something that would be in a, a quarter machine at the okay. grocery store. Yeah, I'm, it's cool that it's on there. I have no interest in the Sum Sum Festival, but you know, a lot of kids will like it. I guess. Cool. Sure. I don't know. You can play it with your niece. You know, whenever. Sure. Yeah. Maybe if they. Yeah, get maybe it. <laughs> maybe we're selling it short. Maybe this will be like a genre-defining puzzle game when it comes out for the Switch, but for now it just kind of looks like a port of a mobile game. Which I, I think, think it's going to outsell Dragon Quest Eleven ten 10-1. No! Especially if it's free. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, yeah, if it's free, it will. It might be free, I don't know. Yeah, Sum Sum. Uh, that. So, th- this one kind of caught me off guard. Um, Starlink is getting a big DLC yeah. thing, considering that Starlink is selling for $20 at a lot of places. Uh-huh. Marked down from 80 So, uh, hey, I mean... Right. I, 
I do. I like that they're. I guess I like that they're embracing the whole Star Fox thing because it's a whole like Star Fox DLC thing. And they probably sold it the best on the Nintendo side because if Star Fox wasn't in there, I probably wouldn't have cared. You know. I mean, I guess it'll give me a reason to go back and play it again. Like I ended up being kind of like disappointed by it because I felt like it really wanted me to buy the extra ships and stuff, and I didn't want to do that. And they kind of got to the point where it was too hard if I didn't have the ships, so I couldn't really progress. So I just kind of fell off of it from that, but. I don't know if they're adding some Star Fox stuff in there and I can get to it without getting past the stuff that I can't get past, then yeah, I'll play it again. I mean, I'll try it out at least, you know. It's kind of weird. Like I said, it's yeah. kind of weird that it's been that it's in the bargain bin, but they're like, hey, uh, here's some DLC, though. You can play as all the, the other guys. Adding Falco, Slip, uh, Slippy, and Peppy. Yeah, adding their, them in there. And there was like a two-player mode in there, which I think there's already a two-player mode in there, but it looked like there was like a race or something. Like they showed some split-screen stuff in there. Maybe it isn't split-screen. I never tried two-player in there. But yeah, I don't know. Give me a reason to go back to Starlink. And uh, after that, uh, Jeremy's favorite game ever, uh, Rune Factory, the what used to be uh, Harvest Moon, and now is Rune Factory is getting another game. Uh, cool, I guess. I don't know. I never played any of those games, but it always kind of seems like, like it's a. Yeah. It looks like it's a port of something else because it's like a special edition of four. Yeah, but they also and then they also then they yeah. also were like, oh yeah, by the way. Five's coming too. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. It's like, oh yeah, we're making another one. I'm like, okay. so I think this is for people that are like really into the Rune Factory games because they are like a, a genre that some people get into a lot, and it's like a dungeon crawler Harvest Moon game. Yeah, well, it's from what I heard, uh, the the original person who made Harvest Moon, they made I don't know how many they made, but eventually they broke off and then started doing Rune Factory. So that so like one of the original creators started making this game. And then there was Harvest Moon and Rune Factory, and they're two completely different franchises. But yeah, it's far, Harvest now Moon. Now they are, but I do remember yeah. the first game was a Harvest Moon game. Uh, not, the not first Rune Factory was considered a Harvest Moon game, I thought. But it's not called Harvest Moon Rune Factory. It's just I called, thought it it's was. It's called Harvest Moon. Moon. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. So I remember it was a DS game. Yeah, the first one was Rune Factory, a fantasy Harvest Moon. Yeah, okay. But after that, yeah. it was its own but, branch off yeah. completely. It's basically, well, the the guy who made it, the producer, he said that it's uh, Harvest Moon with a sword. And uh, Rune Factory 4 was released in 2012 in Japan. So it's been out, it's been out for seven years. Yeah. But I don't know... Uh, it, yeah, released in 2014. So it's been out. It's been out on the 3DS. So this is a port from the 3DS to yep. to the Switch. But yeah, Rune Factory. Um, and five was. I think five's already been out in Japan, but they're just saying that it's confirmed to be released here as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really follow that series at all. Nor do I. But it sounded like something that I might be into a few years ago. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, at this point, yeah, microcosm of. Uh, what we've been playing, uh, Stardew Valley. Because Stardew Valley has where you go in the caves, and like I think that's sort of like how the the uh, dungeons work in Rune Factory. They're like randomly generated, and you're harvesting like, well, you're you're harvesting monsters and elements. I think from the caves in that game because mm-hmm. your monsters come back and work on your farm for you, and you use them in a battle. As far as I can tell, uh, Rune Factory Five has not been released yet. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's weird that it's been dormant for, like, or the series has been dormant for, like, five years. And it's like, oh, yeah, here. Here you go. 
I don't know. It sounded like something that I'd be interested in a while ago, but now with like, uh, I mean, I barely even play Harvest Moon. It's kind of like, I don't know. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'll get into it, but yeah, it's, it's on there for whoever likes it. Well, so, uh, what did you think about the next one? Oninaki, the newest from what Tokyo, was it a Tokyo RPG factory? Yeah. The, guys the who ones made, who did, uh, Setsuna, uh, Lost yeah, Sphere. Yeah, Setsuna and what was the other one? Lost Sphere. The Lost Sphere, yeah. I mean, this one I thought looks, the logo looked like Okami. I thought it looked yeah. like uh, Onigiri, one of my favorite things to eat. But uh, <laughs> there actually is a game called Onigiri that I still haven't played that's on the Switch. That's free. But yeah, no, I it's as far as those games, I think it looks the best. I mean, it's all like, uh, kind of looks like Tales of Vesperia. It's got that uh, anime cel-shaded look going on, you know, so... It looks the best, but I just have to kind of wait till it comes out. I am Setsuna and Lost Fear did not get rated very well. Like people didn't really. I think that people are saying that it that it basically took it took a lot of stuff from old RPGs, but didn't have like the heart or like the fun in there. I guess of uh, said it was based on Chrono Trigger, but it didn't have the soul of Chrono Trigger. So I don't know. I mean, it's interesting that they're still making games, but this one probably looks like the highest production value of those that I've seen. So. So, yeah, I don't know. That's a I don't know for me on that one. That's an I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think John's a no because you have no interest in RPGs. But the. I, uh, well, I honestly, I kind of forgot what the game was. So, yeah. I'll trust you. It's a no yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know. Like, I never played Setsuna or Lost Sphere. So, yeah. if there's some sort of like special deal where you can get all three for a nice price, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll finally like try to catch up on those because they were supposed to like invoke some like Chrono Trigger elements back in uh, I Am Setsuna. But yeah, that's what I heard. But I heard it, it still wasn't was stale. Well. Yeah, it was kind of stale in the end. But uh, this one actually looks the best from what I've seen. Like the characters look cool. Like it, the, an- the animation looks good. So who knows? And uh, summer 2019. I mean, who knows what's going on then? You know, might be a might be a thing. But this one, uh, I, this next one, I actually had some hands on time with. We uh, streamed it. This yep. one's this one's a number one yes for me. Uh, Yoshi's Crafted World, and a demo came out today. It's actually only one level, but you can play the level three times yep. in three different ways. Did you play it, Jeremy? Yeah, I played all the I played all three variations, and I got everything. I got all the coins, all the oh, okay we, flowers and everything. Yeah, I wanted to get everything. We missed a couple things, but isn't yeah? I think it's really cool. Like I like it a lot actually. Um, I played I, it too. The demo it actually took it from super intuitive. Yeah. I think the the demo brought it from an I'm not interested to a maybe. I think it's me. good. Like I hate Yoshi's Woolly World was really good. Like I know a lot of people were not into that one, but as far as like sequels to Yoshi's Island, that's the best sequel there is. It's Yoshi's Woolly World. Like that game was really good, and uh, this game looks really pretty. Like I like all the cardboard stuff. And hey, there's some Labo shit in there too. John's yep. been saying it for a while. That's true. Confirmed. There, there is a that's reference. Yeah, <laughs> confirmed Labo reference in there. But yeah, no, no, I do hope it's more than just a costume. I hope there's like some real integration and in, like there's like a new Yoshi set for cardboard or whatever you can like you, put together. <laughs> like you can put but on the, a put on the robot cardboard suit and move around and Yoshi moves somehow. Yeah, <laughs> or a giant piano costume that you wear. Yeah, <laughs> and just play the game while wearing the costume. Well, <laughs> That's well, what, it. well, basically, you take the piano and you have to play the Yoshi theme. Really well on the piano, and if you do that, the Yoshi will go through the game and get all the stuff for you. You'll just get a hundred percent. You just have to play that song for thirty hours, 
and then you'll get everything in the game. <laughs> yeah, so uh no, it, it's a lot of fun. Like I really like the I like the 3D stuff in there. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, Did, I like the depth of field effects. Yeah. Um, that mixed with the cardboard aesthetic and all that it's, it's very cool did you i mean it? i think i think they did the right thing in having it be the what i would I guess is the first level this is the level they've been showing off with the train and everything mm-hmm. um previously so it's cool that they made that the playable level but like john was saying it's a maybe for him i think it, it's also a maybe for me just because it was so kind of simplistic mm-hmm. yeah um i know that that's because it's the first level it'll get harder yeah, trying, i'm giving it credit for that based on what yeah. it showed afterwards when you finish the demo but yeah i do kind of wish there would have been a second level maybe one of those kind of things they do sometimes in some demos where it'd be like here's one here's the Easy early level, here's one. one from like at the middle of the game yeah yeah, yeah. try this and see how, what you think of it and just actually, maybe something where we could just like challenge ourselves and like mm-hmm. occupy ourselves with for at least a little while longer right. than yeah that first level yeah i was uh, we, were, we were both uh just and i were disappointed that there was only one level in there we thought there might be like three but no it's kind of a shame there was only one. But Also, uh, I thought it was kind of strange. They didn't make a big deal out of the fact that when you're looking for the poochies, you're in the flip side of the level. Like, oh, I didn't yeah, even yeah, realize yeah. until after like uh-huh. I looked at it later. I'm like, oh, that was the flip side. Yeah. Like, it, didn't, it didn't say, like, now you're in the flip side mode or whatever. Uh, yeah. you know, I feel like they could have made like, a bigger deal out of it. They could have like flipped the level around visually. Yeah. And, oh, I'm flipped around. Cool. Well, you're already on the other side, though, That's because you walk through it one way. So if you start it at the end and go to the front, then the, then it will be flipped. That's the idea, because you're going you're going through the game like backwards. Like so, the first level goes, but it's still. I feel like there should have been some visual cue of like, now you're in flip side mode. Yeah, I'm just saying, like if it would have physically flipped it or whatever, it wouldn't wouldn't have made sense because you're already then it would have been straightforward. Yeah. yeah, they're just changing the camera from the other, and now you're going from the back to the front. I don't know, but it, yeah, it's a uh, it's cool, and uh, I. I mean, there were some balls hard levels in uh, Woolly World, so don't worry, they're, they're coming. <laughs> there was Actually, some... <laughs> I got kind of the same vibe from this as I did from Captain Toad. I think it's just one of those ones where you can probably sit back and relax, mm-hmm. you know, after a long day and kind of explore. You have to like it's an inter- interesting mix of platforming and also just like looking at the screen and seeing what you can find. Yeah, there's a lot a of like bit, where's Waldo. There's a lot of like Easter eggy stuff, like what you can shoot yeah. in the background. I found that. I thought that was really fun. I like how you can uh, interact with things in the back and the foreground mm-hmm. as well. So, and it's it's kind of. Did you guys uh, change up the controls? Because there's a really weird, messed up control st- scheme that it starts you out with, where like A is jump and B is eat and X is throw. That was like the weirdest control setup ever. Yeah, I didn't change the controls. It wasn't but I right. Find them a little <laughs> off-putting. No, you can change it. No, we we actually had to because it was. Because I wanted Y to be throw eggs and B to be jump. And yeah, you can change it to that. We we. Because uh, I wanted to be yeah. like Yoshi's Island. Yeah, no, you can switch it to that. Thankfully, because right, because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, A shouldn't be jump; it should be B. They're controlling and, the yeah. actual like. Although it became real, it, obviously it's better than the Super Nintendo version. I still kind of wish I could do the, where you're waiting for it to like go to the spot and then you hit the button again. Oh yeah. Yeah, now you just have to aim uh, it on your own. Like now you literally aim it with the second it. stick, and it's yeah. obviously superior. But I still right. kind of intuitively <laughs> was trying to do the double tap kind oh, of thing. Oh, sure, yeah, and you still you still try to do that. But it looks it looks a lot of fun. I'm I'm gonna get it for sure. I'll preload it once it gets to next month. 
when I as well. when I had more money. But uh, so Fire Emblem Three Houses, we finally found some saw some of that stuff. So this, from what I gathered from this, is you're basically it's kind of like Harry Potter, sort of like you have like the different. Uh, uh-huh. You know, the Gryffindor and Ravenclaw or whatever. But you get to choose which one you are. So you got your own, like, Fire Emblem frat house, right? You're raising your kids to go fight the other houses. Is that kind of what I gathered from it? Is that what you guys got from it, too? That it's kind of I a, thought it's that a new you were direction in that way. Oh, no. You fight, like, a real world war. Like, they were all, like, the people that were just, that were the future monarchs of their particular territories. But I think they're three separate stories. Like you pick so which one building, you want to do. You're building their armies for them, in a sense, by training the students that would like work for them. Mm-hmm. But I think you're only doing. I don't think you're only doing one house at a time. Okay. But I'm glad that it's not three separate versions like we got for Fire Emblem yeah. Fates. <laughs> I don't want to buy three different games. But yeah, no, it's like uh, yeah, it looks like you're raising. Uh, you're like training kids, and I guess those are the new characters and all that. And I think I'm not sure, but I think at that very end part where it showed two people appear, I think those were the characters from from Fire Emblem Echoes. Maybe. Do you remember that at the end? One of them looked like Marth, and then there's. But I think that girl was maybe from Fire Emblem Echoes. I don't know. I don't know. I know all the Fire Emblem characters. If we had Colin here, he could uh, he could say mm-hmm. who was all in that trailer. But I'm still, you know, I'm like, hey, Fire Emblem, cool, you know. Even though Fire Emblem's kind of been it's kind of been represented fairly well with uh valkyrie chronicles i think on the switch but i don't know i'm still i'm still uh pretty i'm sure i'll get it when it comes out but it gets out it comes out like a couple weeks after drag quest builders so i'll probably still be playing dqb2 when that comes around but but That's yeah cool kids are calling it dairy queen blizzard <laughs> DQ, dqb man that's what it's about. But, but you know, Fire Emblem. And they did say – they said they're going to talk more about it later. So I'm sure we'll hear a lot more about that. That one's probably – I mean, I'll end up getting it, of course, when it comes out. But as far as right now, I'm not as excited about it as I am some of the other stuff on here. But the next one that came out is already, I think, as of right now, on my top ten <laughs> games of this year, I think. Because oh, I, yeah. fucking, I, love I fucking love it. John, uh, you played it too? I played it three times before. Yeah. So we all um, so, uh, this game. How, uh, it was a new game we all got this let, week. Let me yeah. ask you guys, how how high have you gotten on Tetris 99? Silver 17. Oh, that's pretty good. I got 20... Wait, hold on. Yeah, I think I got... No, I got like uh, 19, I think, is my highest. It was below 20. I got fifth place. Wow. Oh, right. yeah. I just nice. got fifth place before we recorded like an hour ago. And uh yeah, I fucking love that game, man. Like uh It's fun. It's totally free. Yeah. It's free. It's like it's like Tetris but Fortnite, but like more fun <laughs> than Fortnite. Really it is. It's weird. Like you have like you're playing as 99 other people at the Tetris. same time. Like I love Tetris already. I love playing Tetris, but this gives you a reason to play Tetris because it's competitive right. and like and if you get to like the if you get to the the last 10 it goes so fast to where you don't even see the block falling. It's like already there. And then you have to, and you get a little bit of time to move it around and try to put it into the place. But man, that game is so much fun. It's totally free. You have to have the Nintendo online service to play it. So you got to pay that 20 bucks a year, Just which that, people are bitching about. But the 98 other people yeah. like playing around you is so cool. Like yeah. it's like, it's just sensory overload for the first couple yeah. of matches. Like well, if, I played, I'm just like, Oh my God, what the hell? And I don't completely understand the mechanics. Like, well, there's a, I don't understand yeah. how to attack specific people. I saw that you can like yeah, there's a targeting to attack mode the people in there. that attack you. 
You can, yeah. Well, there's so with the with the left stick, you can move around. As you see, like you'll see a reticule that's like highlighting one of the squares, and it's really cool that like there's all these different rectangles around you, so you can kind of see like on the outside, like whether the person's dying or not, because it'll show it'll be flashing red. I mean, it's hard for you to look at that and play at the same time, but you can see what all the that's other ninety nine people are playing. But with the left with the left stick, you can aim on one person. And have it send all of your like garbage straight to them. So you could Which like explains you see somebody doing like, terrible. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can you or can like you uh, target them and like, kick them kick them out. Yeah. Say if you see someone's like just staying at the bottom of the screen, which I think happened to me. Like all of a sudden, I got attacked by three people all at once. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, like, yeah. Just keeping one line going steady at the bottom of the screen. That's so cool. It's kind of the same thing as like I said. It's like Fortnite where you could just. Wander around, and if nobody found you, you'll make it to the the top ten. You know, because that's, that's kind of how I played that game. It's the same yeah. sort of thing. If they don't know that you're not getting garbage, then you won't get anything. But also with the right one, you can kind of like if you hit up, down, left, right, different ways, you can sort of you can you can like a uh, attack like the person who has like the most KOs, or you can attack the person that's attacking you, or you know you can there's different or you can set it just completely random where it'll go to a different person every time. So I there, haven't gotten there a KO are, like, yet. I don't really understand that part. I think it's when you send uh, when you send garbage to somebody and it puts them and it puts them out yeah. from your garbage that you send. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but, I, don't, I haven't understood the mechanics completely yet, but yeah, when I played it with just, I finally figured out how to store the block. So when mm-hmm. I did that, that's when I got to. I think I got to nineteen. It yeah. was right after. I thought I got seventeen, but then it showed nineteen on the. When it showed my name on the yeah, board, it'll so. show because it'll keep moving like after you die, uh-huh. and then it'll show you where you're at. So it'll 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 look like you're a couple ahead, but yeah, because it keeps and and what's cool is you can like if you don't restart, you can just watch, can watch everybody play, and you can even like get rid of the menu bar on the bottom, so you can so it's like completely you can hide that. So I love that you can just watch and see who won. Like I did that for one of the matches where I just watched them keep playing. And I was like, wow, this is cool. So then it'll go. But I was thinking, like, yeah. when I was looking at all those little tiny screens playing Tetris, you know, obviously it's not in real time, but it shows it. It kind of is. Like one frame every three seconds or something. Yeah. But I got up close to my TV screen because I lost, and I'm just like, I want to see how, like, detailed this looks. As I got close to the screen, I was like, I remember back in, like, probably, like, the mid-'90s, you could get these little keychain Tetris games. Oh yeah, yeah. Either of you ever had one of those? But the I've screen was about that size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on my like forty inch screen that I have, which mm-hmm. isn't a huge TV, but like sure. each of those individual surrounding Tetris games is right about the size of one of those little keychain games. Mm-hmm. So the the amount of detail within that screen at one point in time in my life was enough to play Tetris. Yeah, and I think that speaks yeah. volumes about the ubiquitous nature of Tetris and. How I think they've done it again. Yeah. They've done it again. They have, yeah. I mean, there was actually, what you were saying there kind of reminds me of what I was thinking as I was playing it. I wish that after you lose, you could actually make those ones in the background bigger. Make it like the size of yours so you can see it. And it actually would be cool if there was some local multiplayer with it. Like maybe both of you could play against 97 other people. That'd be interesting too, where you could have like two people on the screen. There's no like... And there's no like multiplayer with friends. Like we couldn't play each other; it would have to just be randomly put with somebody else. But well, I don't know if you did the math of the grid or surrounding it or whatever. But it's kind of cool how it works because like it's 99 places. You're mm-hmm. one of the 99. Yeah. And you've got a grid of 14 by 7, which is 98, 98, and that's how they're able to fit 
the other things around you in a symmetrical way. So okay. you've got uh, okay, seven yeah. by, or yeah, you've got seven. Wait, hold on. What did I just say? 14 by seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so it's seven by seven on your left, seven by seven on your right or whatever. And like, you're seeing the whole, whatever it is, like it's cool <laughs> how it all works out. Oh, for sure. So yeah. I wonder if you did two players, it would mess with the symmetry. Well, how... yeah. I mean, you could just take like a block out. I wouldn't mind, but yeah, no, I understand. Like maybe they're trying to get with that. But no, I mean, I, I love that so many people were playing it already. Like, I played it, like, pretty much right after the Direct, and there was already 99 yeah. people on there. I didn't. I thought it was going to take a minute for me to get matched up with people, but people were already playing it. It's a great – it's a great – it's nice to have another thing on there that isn't just the NES games, which we yeah. forgot to talk about that there's some new ones this week. But yeah, yeah but who cares? Those, but those are out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we, we got Mario 2, we got Kirby uh, – we we got we got the new Metroid SP, which this one actually starts you at the last level. Thank you. The other one didn't. This one does. Um, Metroid SP two. I didn't know yeah, what the SP2. difference was. So what? It actually just takes you one level further. It takes. Do you remember when we were playing it together online, Jeremy? And I showed you that yeah. end part with the two bosses where you go there. Uh-huh. Well, this basically puts you there with the bosses beaten and with all of the all of the weapons and, and upgrades. Okay. So you just have to shoot those two statues, and then it'll there'll be a bridge. And you can go straight to where Mother Brain is, to that level, oh, to the level yeah. where the Metroids and Mother Brain are. So this actually takes you to the end part of the game, where I don't know what the other one did. It didn't take you there. But I don't know if this was in this update, if it was there before, but if you hit X, it'll give you a detailed description of what the SP is and like where you're at and all that. Because there's, um, there's one for Blaster Master as well, and it says it starts you at level 8 with all the upgrades and all that. Ooh. So. It tells no, you I don't what think it you is. did that before. And also, if you hit Y, you can rearrange where the games are. Could you do that before? You can move them? Yeah, you could. You can move That's them all been, around? Okay. I, I noticed that this time. And there's a weird sumo game on there, too. I played a little bit of it. One, one a couple of matches. On the Famicom yeah. version, right, yeah. Yeah, on the Famicom version, so that's on there. All I did was just keep tapping buttons, and I just won a bunch of matches. Yeah, me too. Finally, <laughs> one person just, like, started killing me, like, real bad, and I couldn't beat him. That's what I did. I just mashed the buttons and won, like, a bunch of rounds, because I just kept, like, throwing them outside of the, out of the circle and all that. But yeah, those are on there. I mean, that's kind of the small news of this week because we got all this direct stuff. But yeah, there's still a lot to go through, so let's try to go. Some of them we can we can plow through pretty quickly. So uh, after that, uh, Dead by Daylight, which basically looks like a generic version of uh, that Friday the Thirteenth game that's yeah. out for uh, Xbox One and PS4. It's like basically the same thing where it's like you're the killer and like either you're the killer or you're the victims and the, the victims are like in a team against the I think this slasher. game was a free game on the PS4 recently. Yeah, I, I was it, it felt like a maybe a freemium thing. About. Yeah, because if it's a freemium thing, I'll play it. But if not, I'm not going to pay any money for it. But, you know, it looks interesting. I It looks it looked like a freemium game to me. They're free to play. I was free actually to start, kind of excited whatever. about it because I, I wanted to play that Friday the 13th game, but yeah. I don't have. A yeah. system that would play it. So I heard it was good, um, but yeah, now you yeah. can do it without the JSON license, and it doesn't look as good as that one does <laughs> graphically. But yeah, it could be fun. Um, next one. Uh, this was kind of uh, unexpected, but shouldn't be unexpected. Jeremy is probably into this. A uh, Delta Rune. I am for free coming out at the end of the month. Del- Delta Rune Chapter One. You can actually download it now, and it'll be available. Yeah, on the twenty eighth. Yeah, I downloaded, I downloaded it. it I preloaded it. Yeah, trade. <laughs> Trey tipped me off to that and uh, I was like, oh, does that mean I can play it now? But yeah. no, this isn't a huge surprise other than it puts a lot of pressure on the creator of the game because now to make he more. released well, he released this a few months ago and it was like one of those like 
quiet releases like nobody knew it was happening and then all of a sudden delta rune was up yeah the first chapter of the sequel to undertale which mm-hmm. was you know a, a a sleeper hit that we talked about in one of the first episodes of nintendo main podcast we did yeah and it's now out for the switch i own it trey owns it great game uh i haven't played this yet but it, i could have played it by now on on uh, steam it's on steam but for free, yeah. But in a couple of weeks, we can play it on the Switch too for free. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested so, in checking it out. Uh, yeah. I am really interested, but by him making it multi-platform, this free demo, it is kind of putting a lot of pressure to be like, all right, well, hopefully you're making this game. You know, it's not just going to be some like limited Steam release, like some indie games where. Yeah, sure, sure. There's still a lot of pressure there, but this is already being like heralded as a multi-platform release now at this point. Mm. So you're so saying it's been yeah. featured in a Nintendo Direct. But I thought that the trailer was hilarious. Yeah, with all the dogs covering everything. <laughs> like, yeah, the dog, the dogs were the what they used as like the blurry window to block. You know, well, this is a spoiler-free trailer, so yeah, it'll be these dogs to block it. And then they, uh, I thought it was really funny that it was like download for free. Later, new chapters available later, not for free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and there are like not as many dogs in it because I was confused at what was happening there with the dogs all over the screen. I'm like. I'm like, is this how it is now? I don't know. I mean, I didn't play through. I didn't play through Undertale. I don't know what's happening here. So I was kind of a little, a little confused by it for a second. But yeah, I'll play it for free. Maybe I should try to play Undertale again. I mean, I have it on PS4. I didn't buy it again for Switch just because. So we have plenty of time to finish yeah. it um, again. I think I probably will before we could I do buy a. We, we could try to do a challenge thing. That would be fun. We could like do a challenge each other to beat to beat Undertale before Delta Rune. I'd be into that. Okay. It's too bad we can't, like, well, I guess I could stream it. I just have to try to stream through the PS4. Or maybe I'll just buy it on Switch. There is a video of me <laughs> playing a little bit of it on our YouTube. That's true. There is. I don't know. But we could, uh, let's, let's make it like a loose challenge to try to, we'll both try to make through, make it through Undertale before Delta Rune. We got a couple weeks left. Well, and I don't know if there'd be anything that carries over. So I don't think there is cool if it did. And I don't think it's even an official sequel, right? Isn't it more like a spiritual successor? Like it's not the same story. I don't Delta think. Rune, if you look at it written out, it's an anagram of Undertale. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. But I thought it wasn't like like the characters or the like world isn't the same. Like, but it's still the same style. You know, like the Final Fantasy games. Like it's like a Majora's mask of yeah. Undertale. Yeah. But no, I'm excited about that. And it's it'll be out at the end of the month. So uh Next one, Damon X Machina. There's a demo out for that. Did you guys play that? Like, I spent a lot of time making my own character, but then I kind of like, I I kept getting killed in the second mission, so I quit. I have not that. downloaded it yet. <laughs> but uh, what do you guys think? I, I like the the soundtrack's amazing. I love the metal, yeah. and the metal's great. But I don't my think I'm very good at it yet. My impression was that the demo just kind of like starts. Oh like, yeah. Like, 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 throws you in. Like, oh, what am I? What am I doing? Yeah. Um. There's like a, 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 a cinematic that co- yeah. comes up, and then you create your character. And I'm like, this could this could have started a little bit more gracefully. I feel like I was just thrown into something without oh sure any sort of context. But um, and then it took a while to get to the actual gameplay, which there was a bunch of dialogue boxes all of a sudden. Um, like, oh, I don't know four? where these characters yeah. <laughs> are. Like, I just want to try the game out, you know? So, yeah, but once I got to the actual game, I could see how it could be pretty fun. And I, I like the visuals a lot, too. The visuals are, have a pretty unique style. If you like um, a, 
yeah, if you're into giant mechs or anything like that, which that's a that's a purchase that I forgot to mention. It's not video game related, but I did buy a the a giant mech. I, no, I bought I bought Gundam. <laughs> I bought Gundam uh, the the original Mobile Suit Gundam anime, which involves giant mechs as well. Because nice. like I said, I'm in, I'm I'm in Japanese fever right now. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. If you like if you like giant robots and stuff, that's cool. I just uh, I liked it, but when I got to the second level, I felt like it ramped up a lot, and I was just getting killed left and right. So I'm like, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break on this, but I like uh, it looks good. I like making my own character. The soundtrack's great. What's cool mm-hmm. is you can actually um, I believe that you can you can like uh, rate it on their on their website, and they're actually gonna Maybe. send out. I was hoping that maybe we were, maybe I would get these or one of us would get it. They're gonna send out some beta codes, I guess, for a later thing that some people mm-hmm. who selected will get to play another version or get to rate it more. So it's cool that they're talking to the fans about it. I I, I like that. Or they're talking to the people. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like the uh, Octopath Traveler demo and like how you could like mm-hmm. say what you, even though I don't think they changed anything from that demo, but you know. But yeah, I mean, this is one that's been kind of on my radar. Like, I think it looks good. It's actually done with Marvelous, which uh, Marvelous worked with a Grasshopper on the old uh, No More Heroes games. I didn't realize that until I was playing the demo, mm. but. And it kind of has a little bit of a. Uh, Graphical feel to like No More Heroes one and two, like kind of like the the uh, see you know sort like the cell shaded, like yeah, sort of the art style or like the color palette, I guess, like sort of reminded me of those games. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool, it, it's fun. I'll have to play the demo a little bit more, and I think there's actually a good amount of stuff to mess around with on the demo, so that's cool. I have yeah, a lot to go back to. It also feels like a, a mix of like it's like a platforming, three D platforming, and flying game. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Well, you can fly whenever you want, so you don't necessarily have to platform, I guess, from right. one thing to well, another. I but... mean, like, when you land, you're, like, a just, like, a, a robot guy running around, whatever. Yeah. Then you just, like, jump and you can fly up straight into the air and shoot at things. There's all kinds of gunfire happening all around. Mm. Yeah, that, I want to get more into it. I'm going to definitely give it another shot. Yeah, I no, just I felt mean, like it's... the start to it was a little bit, like... A little rocky. Like, Little rocky, yeah. Well, this isn't Once the I actual. Actually clear, I liked it. I mean, this isn't this isn't good, and isn't going to be the actual beginning of the game. I'm sure. Like this is just right, kind of right. like here's kind of an idea of what's how you're going to play. Like kind of get used to doing stuff with the mech and that type of thing. And I spent most of my I, I I just flew around the whole time on that. And I like anything where you can fly. Like I didn't spend any time mm-hmm. on the ground as the robot. So I'm into that. I like flying around. It's like you know, it's like having them scales from Xenoblade Chronicles X way uh-huh. back way back when. But yeah, no, I'm interested in it. I want to play the demo a little bit more. You know, I'm not full on, I'm not full on like 100% purchase, but you know, it's nice that you get to try it out. I like demos. Demos are great. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one, uh, I really don't have anything to say about this because I'm not interested in it at all. But uh, Grid Autosport, you guys into that? Uh, that's a definite no for me. But it's cool that it's <laughs> filling a void on yeah. the Switch. You know, realistic racing sim. Yeah, I don't know if it's for me necessarily. Yeah, it's not but, for me. Uh, you know, we didn't, you know, PS4 has their Gran Turismo and yeah. Xbox and Forza, has Forza. I guess yeah. this could be mm-hmm. Nintendo's thing. Yeah. I don't know. See, the last racing game I got was, and John mentioned uh, a VR version of the sequel to this, but mm-hmm. I got Project Cars a couple of years ago mm-hmm. for Steam. I think it was part of a bundle. Isn't it kind of went on a humble bundle kick. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great looking game. It's very, you know, like you got the realistic reflections, the one-to-one scale of the real-world locales where you're racing and stuff. So, I mean, there's there there are fans for this genre, and oh, I'm sure. happy to I'm happy to 
that is being represented on the Switch. Do I care? No. <laughs> yeah. Did I, was it just me or did you guys notice that like the footage that they showed seemed like slow, like like it was having a hard time running? I don't know. I didn't. Notice. I, know, I noticed I that, notice it that some of it looked like it was slowing down. I mean, it's probably just whatever they had, but it didn't look good. Like it didn't look like it was going. 60 frames per second or 30 frames per second or whatever. It didn't, it looked like it was like lagging, I guess, from what I saw on one, one of the footage things. But yeah, I mean, I'm glad that it's in there for people who like realistic racers. I don't, I think this game has nothing on Horizon Chase Turbo, but you know, that's, that's me. But I mean, uh, yeah, uh, cool. I'm just, nope, pass for me. I'm not into it. It's coming out in the summer. So there you go. But this next one actually, I'm interested in, it actually looks really me good too. for, uh, for the for the uh, switch, uh, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Now that came out a couple years ago, but it won a bunch of awards from the video game awards. I remember that, like the yeah. uh, the female who played the main character, like she won awards for like most engaging performance, and like people were big on the story. And it's kind of like sort of like a 3D version of Celeste, kind of right, where it's like dealing with like you know, your own sort of dementia while playing the game. Like what's, you don't really know like necessarily what's true and what isn't. And it's about overcoming your own, uh, you know, mental disabilities is what it seems like. And I've heard people yeah, talk I guess really it's well supposed about to actually it. deal yeah. with like, uh, mental guess, issues for lack of better words, like hallucinations that are linked to mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people have talked it up a lot and it looks good. Like it looks really good. Like it's, so maybe I, even a little yeah. bit like Eternal Darkness, possibly. Sure, yeah, but I'm yeah. I don't know much about the game, but I'm definitely interested in it. It has a uh, what is it? Um, it spring looks really nice. spring release date. It looks very nice for Switch. It looks almost like you know PS4 level um, graphics. I mean, maybe they have a maybe they have the what is who are the guys again? The Doom guys. I forgot their name. That maybe they have them doing it. The the guys. Oh yeah, Id. Panic button. Panic button. Panic button. Yeah, maybe they got panic button on that or something. The ones who did Rocket League. Yeah. Well, they did Doom also. But yeah, no, that game looks cool. I mean, they didn't show a whole lot of it, but it looks very interesting. I think it looks really nice. Uh, it's coming out in spring, so we got some time to wait on that. Uh, the next one is a, is a definite one for me. I don't even need to think about that. Mortal Kombat 11. I'm a big fan of Mortal Kombat. I have every Mortal Kombat game that was ever made, including the uh, really bad Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero on 64, which I will And have, the Game Boy one. Which I will... Oh, yes, and the Game Boy game, but Mortal Kombat 1, which is also terrible. I will never... I will never trade any of those in. That's my penance that I will keep forever, those bad <laughs> games. But yeah, no, I love Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2 didn't really say much about it, just showed some of the story uh, animations on there. You know, talked about how you could change your the look of your characters and all that, but it looks like it's still slated for April twenty third, which I think is the release of the regular game. I know there was rumor at one point that it would come out later than the regular release, but it looks like it's going to be simultaneous. So, oh, for all platforms, you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, I'm into that. But yeah, I'm I mean, interested. yeah, I mean, I love Mortal Kombat, so I'll, I'll play Mortal Kombat no matter what. Uh, Baraka was in there. I mean, he's already been confirmed, but yeah. Cool stuff. Uh, I've never owned a Mortal Kombat game. Really? Not even you were really? a, you were a Sega boy. I figured you'd get Mortal Kombat, the Blood Mortal Kombat version or something. Or maybe your no, parents were anti. It. I don't know why I didn't have it as a kid. I mean, I don't think it was like oh, my parents would let me or anything. I think like it's that. better than Eternal Champion. I just, you know, I, <laughs> well, I just I wasn't really that into fighting games as a as a kid because you know I my sisters you know they played video games but not mm-hmm. not like I did. 
Um, but yeah, I've talked about that before, but I've, I've never owned a, owned a Mortal Kombat, so maybe I'll get this one. It looks good. I mean, from the footage I've seen of it, it looks different because Mortal Kombat 10 and 9, I think, were fairly similar, but this one looks different. Like, the play gameplay looks different. And uh, what, was, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, interesting trivia about me. The very first game that I bought for my Super Nintendo was Mortal Kombat 1. This one is, was my first Super Nintendo game that I bought. You, yep. guys, you guys can send uh, Mortal Kombat One. You guys can send uh, <laughs> you guys can send all the hate mail to me if you want. But yeah, that was the very first Super Nintendo game I bought was Mortal Kombat One. <laughs> so uh, that lets you know about my uh, my love for the Mortal Kombat and all that. And plus, it's local. It's a Chicago game. Yep. We talked to Rebecca Rothschild a few uh, episodes back, and yeah, she uh, she knew some things about the game. She couldn't tell us, of course, but she had worked on previous Mortal Kombat. She worked on Mortal Kombat Ten, but. Yeah, I'm hoping that maybe towards the release of it, I'll maybe be able to go to some events or something promoting it. But yeah, no, I'm I'm into Mortal Kombat 11. I keep keep thinking Mortal Kombat 2 because because 11 looks like of the, Roman numeral. Uh, Roman numerals, yeah. <laughs> so like after that, they kind of like did like a sizzle reel where they kind of like uh-huh. flew b- through a bunch of stuff. Um, Unravel 2 looks like a lot of fun. Friend of the show, Janet uh, Garcia, talked about a lot of, a lot has talked about that a lot on her Twitter. Yeah, she and, even uh, has like a yeah. physical figurine of it. Yeah, I know she did. I know it was in her uh, one of her YouTube videos about the game she beat last year. But it looks like a lot of fun. It looks really cool. Like the yarn looks great. It's two player, two yeah. D. Like it's a, looks like a Jess and I game that we'd totally get into. And it looks the like characters kind of reminded me of Pikmin. Oh yeah, well, and the water, like the water in the background on that one level, like the water looks all like ripply and cool and. You know, kind of yeah. reminds me a little bit of Little Big Planet, like visually. Sure, yeah. Hopefully not Control Lily, because <laughs> that game was so was way too floaty for its own good. But yeah, that one you see that one really quick. I guess that's coming out March twenty second, so that's kind of close. Also, really weird thing: Assassin's Creed three, <laughs> the ultimate. See, I edition. keep seeing this Assassin's Creed one hundred and eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, is there that many of them? <laughs> probably. The, you know, yeah. probably they put one out every year. Uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed. I don't really like those games, so I don't. I've played enough. I played two. I played four. Yeah. I haven't played. I much don't of it think either. they're very fun, but I. I think I own one on the three sixty. Yeah. It was a free download one month. It's kind of weird to put Assassin's Creed 3 on there because a lot of people say that's the worst one aside from one. So that was a Revolutionary War one. So yeah, which I thought maybe was maybe they're thinking like people on the people want to play the Revolutionary War on their Switch. <laughs> but uh, Assassin's oh, Creed as an Assassin. But Assassin's Creed 4 was the one that everybody liked. That was the pirate one and that one was uh, on Wii U. I don't know. I mean whatever. But what one interesting thing I did see about it is uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation which was a was that a Vita game? It was a PlayStation Portable game or a, a Vita exclusive game that had a female protagonist. And that one was actually supposed to be one of the better Assassin's Creed games. But that is actually included in this version. So I thought that was really yeah. cool. The Assassin's Creed Lim- Limited uh, Liberation Special Edition. At least they said it in the thing. So that made me a little intrigued by it. But I just – I tried a couple times with Assassin's Creed. I just could, could not get into it. I thought it was kind of boring and just – not, what was this? Really so I remember Assassin, the first Assassin's Creed was like a huge. What was that for the Xbox or the PS3? But that was like Assassin's was, Creed was like it was PS3 that, and 360. Yeah, it was a it was like the killer one of the killer apps supposedly before, long before the system came out. It was actually well, I mean, it was there was a huge disappointment around it because of the way the story goes uh-huh. because it takes place. I mean, spoilers. 
for years of Assassin's Creed. It, it, I mean, the actual story is takes place in modern times, and it's you're almost in, like the ma- Matrix. Kind yeah, of thing. and you're in some yeah. sort of like fucking VR machine that takes you back the in animals. time to, yeah, to defeat the Templars and blah blah blah. I don't care about any of that stuff, but apparently people were really angry that that it wasn't actually in the historic time. <laughs> That it was that it was in the whatever, but Assassin's Creed Two was supposed to be the big one, like the really good one. So I got that one on the cheap for PS3, and I played it for a little bit. But there's only so much you can like walk around like following a guy for like 20 minutes. It's like so boring. I don't know. And or like you sit and you get a trophy for throwing change on the ground. I don't know. I don't get those games. But I'd rather but, play Hitman. But people like him. Yeah. Well, I, I oh, played yeah, Hitman's great. I did play Hitman on GameCube. I heard the new Hitman's pretty good, but the Hitman on 360 that I played is real good. I yeah. can't remember which I, one it was. I played Hitman Two on GameCube. That one was fun, but I just <laughs> yeah, I, I had I, that one too. I just ramboed it. I just went through and shot everybody. I didn't try to. <laughs> I, I put it on. I just put on. Uh, I just put on first person mode and just gunned everybody down. <laughs> but that was what uh, I did with it. But uh, yeah, the next so so I was um, and, not interested. Uh, not interested in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, me either. Uh, May twenty first actually comes out a couple days after my birthday, but no, still. Not Happy birthday it. to you! Not a, yeah, you don't like me? Uh, give me a Assassin's Creed three. So Square Square Enix retweeted the uh, Nintendo Direct tweet from Nintendo of America. So I had a sub- suspicion that there'd be some uh, Final Fantasy stuff on there. I actually kind of predicted that Final You're Fantasy seven right. or and nine would come out today. Uh, seven didn't, but nine did, and uh, yeah, they just run through it. Final Fantasy seven is coming out March twenty sixth on the Nintendo Switch. Pretty um, soon, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon is coming out March twentieth, and Final Fantasy nine came out today, which Jeremy and I bought. So uh, we bought it. Jeremy did double dip on that one, even though he had already gotten it. Now, is it the same as the PS four version that you have? It's not. It's not. Okay. What's the difference? Actually, you know what? Well, the the interface seems a little different. I guess I I need to go back and play the PlayStation yeah, 4 version to confirm I, that. Yeah, because I have. So played... I can't as of now. I can't confirm they're different, but it doesn't look like the PlayStation version. Like obviously, the frame rate is increased and the polygons aren't. There's no jaggies. Yeah, it looks brighter too, and it looks uh-huh. smoother. And uh, at first, I wasn't really sure because the FMV was like, "Oh, this looks like PlayStation One," and it's all the in four- FMV is the same. I would yeah, say. yeah. Well, it's also all in four by three still. That kind of threw me off. That uh-huh. I thought it was a PlayStation One straight port, but but there's also the ability to speed up the battles. You can change it to where your character runs at all times. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure if it's the case, but it's called it's like called safe travel. So I'm wondering if that means you can um, walk without getting turn hit. off random encounters. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. That would be so fucking cool if that yeah. were an option. Yeah, I only I, because I've officially I have played through this game on the source hardware years ago, but it's the only next generation Final Fantasy game I've beaten in like the proper series. So um, I look forward to being again on the Switch, but I'm not opposed to using these little. Uh, <laughs> shortcuts to make it a, a quicker experience oh oh sure yeah no go for it man it's in there do it yeah i mean i've i played i do have final fantasy 9 on the the virtual console ps3 version i bought that there was a big square sale years ago i think i bought it for like three dollars i played it a little bit i played it after i'd completed at final fantasy 7 all the way through so i was kind of a little tired of final fantasy at the time so i only played it a little bit i think i actually played final fantasy 8 more than i did 9 but wow well, just because I played, I kind of played one after another, and by the time I yeah. got to nine, I was like, kind of done with it. But no, I'm I'm interested to try it again. Uh, the four by three thing kind of threw me off. It's weird that it's not sixteen by nine now, but 
they'd have to. They'd have to redo all the backgrounds, like, right? Okay, yeah, because yeah, there's the yeah, there's the static backgrounds. But yeah, hey, we got a Final Fantasy game on the Switch now. It's official. It's finally happened. It's freaking fucking cool. We have Final Fantasy IX so on Nintendo, which. Man, what did that take? Twenty years? And that's why I bought it. I just had to have Final <laughs> Fantasy on my Nintendo. Yeah. And it's uh it's cheap. Other it's... than the Game Boy Advance, yeah. We yeah. haven't gotten a proper and we haven't gotten any of the three D ones. This is the first time. Well we had I mean we had Final Fantasy Four redone in three D, but on the three yeah, DS, but, but that doesn't anything... count. Yeah. But we didn't get Se- any of seven the seven was where like the tides changed on Final Fantasy. Yeah, that was when they left Nintendo for uh for so. a disc based system. Square soft getting nine idea. today was truly a momentous thing that and you're right that's like a 20 year plus yeah. oh wait because it was yeah because what final fantasy 7 was like 96 or 97 i think when it came out right it was around the time of the launch of the of the uh, 64 yeah final fantasy 7 i believe was 97 yeah that's what i would guess final fantasy 8 was 98 and then uh, final fantasy 9 was 2000 mm-hmm. yeah yeah, we have Final Fantasy on the Switch. And of course, hopefully we'll do an update of it next week if Jeremy and I play more of it, which I'd like to. I played a bit of it today and it's fun. And also that card game, the card game's really fun that's built into oh, it. Oh yeah, I forgot there's a card game in there. I think that's going to transfer well to being a portable game because mm-hmm. you can just kind of like crack out on the card game once you get into it. Crack out. Because you can like uh, challenge anybody to like play cards with you. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. I forgot. I did. I did do some of that. I did do some of that on the PSP version. So that could be a that could be a ton of fun. Yeah, for sure. So like these last, well, the last last one is really cool. But I was actually really interested by this second to last one, Astral Chain. What did you guys think mm-hmm. about that? So it's like it's it's a platinum game. Like they have yeah. all of the main platinum guys are on there. I thought this game looked really really good too. Like graphically, I thought yeah. it looked phenomenal. I mean, sci-fi setting. You got the guy who worked on Nier Automata. Like that's mm-hmm. that's a game I really want to play that I haven't played yet. But people love that game. That was yeah, like, I don't want to play that. That also. was a lot of people's like game of the year a few years years back. But yeah, the guys who worked on Bayonetta, Nier Automata, like they're looks like their main platinum guys are in there. And this is produced by Nintendo, so it looks like it's an exclusive. And it looks fucking great. There's like it. There's you don't can't really tell. I actually kind of thought it was like a Warframe update because those creatures that they're fighting kind of look like the war, the Warframe suits. I don't know, but yeah, no, I don't really know what it is. But it's sci-fi, like it looks gritty. Like I love that stuff. So it looked very intriguing to me. I mean, what do you guys think? Like they didn't really. I'm on board. We didn't see much of it, but yeah, eight thirty. I'm interested what in is the, it, like, uh, the, something August? about the combat, like you're chained together. Yeah, Ooh. there's two of you, like. Uh, partners i guess you're doing like some uh pacific rim stuff but without a without a robot i don't know <laughs> but yeah no it's i was really intrigued by it uh it's coming out august 30th so it's we got some time on it but yeah no i mean that was and it was really weird it's kind of weird for them to show a brand new game and not footage of bayonetta 3 didn't you guys kind of find that weird i mean they yeah. said that bayonetta 3 well, is coming bayonetta. Bayonetta 3. Yeah, yeah they mentioned it and they're like hey it's still coming but that was that the classic damage control movie yeah that a lot of <laughs> oh of course slightly. yeah where it's like by the way uh we still got bayonetta but here's a brand new thing it's just by the kinda, way i know we yeah. mentioned the team platinum <laughs> games yeah yes they're still working on bayonetta <laughs> yeah this is kind of also weird. they apologized for what game was it that was coming out later Wonderful 101. Oh, was, I think it was Fire Emblem. They were like, Fire Emblem Three Houses was supposed to come out in spring, but now 
It's coming out in July. Yeah. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> yeah. They've been trying to cover all their PR on this. But uh, uh. no, uh, yeah, no, I thought it was kind of weird. I mean, Bayonetta 3 what got announced like two years ago almost. It got announced 2017. Yeah. And the video game awards. And uh, we haven't seen any of it other than a logo. And now they're like, oh, yeah, here's some footage of this other game that you don't even know what it is until now. And here you go. <laughs> it was just kind of weird guess to show Bayonetta that. I 3 is coming out this year. Just because if they're already working on this other game enough to the point where they can show it off. And they, have a release date for it. Yeah. I believe the opposite. I think Bayonetta 3 is next year. Yeah, Bayonetta and 3 is Astral probably. Chain's the next yeah. release. And they were probably already working on this game when before Bayonetta, Bayonetta yeah. contract. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's my prediction. Yeah, it's weird, but I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't. If I was putting money on it, I would bet that Bayonetta three is not coming out this year. But hey, Astral Chain looks great. Like I think it, it looks really good. It looks like something I want to play. It looks very pretty. It does look a lot like a Nier Automata as well, which I'm saying Switch graphics are looking like really. Uh, I mean, I've been playing my PS4 more, and I think it looks like looks like PS4 stuff. I mean, I don't really play like God of War, so I don't know if that's better but i mean i was like i can't really say anything because the games that i that i'm playing are also on ps3 so well like i forget i, I said earlier, any of that stuff if you're just like <laughs> running around killing shit like you yeah do you lose you lose a little bit of that like you know you, there's like the amazement of when something's highly detailed and it looks great but then after a while you're just like i'm playing this game i'm just paying attention to what i'm doing <laughs> yeah you're just paying attention to the combos and stuff i mean bayonetta uh-huh. looks beautiful but most of it you're just trying to dodge at the right time and get the you know get the right amount of combos so we made it we made it to the megaton the big one this one's supposed to come out this year as well uh it's been there's been rumors online for a while i've actually seen talk about this people saying that as a sequel of sorts to link to the to link between worlds same development company, and it kind of looks like it, but Link's Awakening, uh, re-releasing Link's Awakening on probably, it looks like the Switch, it looks way too good for 3DS, but... It is for the Switch. Yeah, I mean, sure. what do you guys think? Uh, we, I was watching it with, awesome. I was watching it with Jess, and she's like, can we play this now? And I'm like, no, it's not now. She's like, but can we play this now? No, she's just playing around about it, but yeah, no, uh, I'm excited. I'm glad that they're still doing 2D Zelda games. Um, it, it looks, looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. It's gorgeous. I noticed a lot of stuff from the – I mean, it looks like a one-to-one there. You know, you see the guy that throws the rolly thing at you that you jump over. That's a boss. Oh, the, yeah. You're, you're definitely jump- cherry-picked, yeah. like, some iconic moments from yeah. that game. Like, jumping on say the – exactly yeah. that. This uh-huh. is the old game. But beautiful, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they add some – The chain chomp. Yeah. The goombas. Yeah, I'm yep. sure they'll add some stuff to it aside from that. But, yeah, yeah. This, the you're jumping on the goombas, like – I mean, Brian Altano would like go crazy for this. He loves this game. It's like his favorite game. But the, yeah, art, the art style is just wow. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's just so. It's it looks so like Link Between Worlds. So adorable. Though. Like what I know, Jeremy ragged on that one before, but it looks what? like it looks like Link Between Worlds. It totally does. Except Link is younger now. He looks like a little. He looks like a little baby Link. Uh, the art style looks a little bit more like on the. I don't know, more toy like. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it reminded, reminded me again of like yeah. uh, Yoshi, like the same kind of effect <laughs> that you know you had everything like is out of focus in the background and yeah, a sharp focus on on the main character mm-hmm. just looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm totally in on this one, hundred uh, percent. Are you guys? Uh, I mean, you're not. I've, you're... I've only beaten this game once, and it was on the original Game Boy yeah. or on the Game Boy. It may have been on the. Uh, 
Game Boy Advance, yeah, but I played there, the original version. I never played the DX. I ha- I own it, but I've never played all the way through it. And I also have it on my 3DS, and I haven't played all the way through it. So. Yeah, I have it. I think, can you get the DX one on your 3DS, or is it just the regular one? I think it's the DX one. Okay, you, yeah, because I, I have whatever came out for the 3 I guess I could look, because I have my 3DS back there, but I won't. Uh, but uh, this interesting story with Link's Awakening, I actually bought Link's Awakening in Europe when I, I went to Europe in high school. And I bought Link's Awakening there, and I didn't know what – thankfully, I didn't know about, like, um, you know, region locking and all that. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, the Game Boy was not region locked, so I was able to buy a game in a different country and play it on my Game Boy. But I had never – I didn't even know about that stuff way until way later. But I'm like, can you imagine if I bought it and then I put it in and it didn't work? I would, have been, I would have been so yeah. pissed off because I – just would have never played it. Well, I, I was it. like – I was on a student trip. Like they couldn't have taken me back. Like we were on a like tourist bus thing, like going through, they wouldn't have taken me back to like return or whatever. But I just, I got lucked up in that, but I just always remember it because I bought it in England. I played it in England and I got all the way down to the final dungeon and I just got fucking lost and I couldn't get through it for some reason. It was the one with all the, remember all the pillars that like went through and there were the different levels. Like I got, I got stuck. I just couldn't figure out where to go. And I, I beat, like I said, I, I beat do it. it. Yeah. But- Years ago, yeah, but I know I'd love to so play have, it again. Even though I own yeah. it multiple times since then, mm-hmm. it's been so long since I beat it that I'm going it's to buy gonna, it. It's going to feel Switch. new. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to feel like. Yeah, I've only played it. I played the original, original, you know, black and white Game Boy Fat one. I played it on the fatty, you know, and uh, yeah, it's like um, I can't wait to play it again. It was a really good game at the time, and it'll mm-hmm. be really nice to play it. With uh, more buttons instead of just A and B. Yeah. It was My first time playing it was just a couple of years ago on the 3DS. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's been long enough that I'm, I've forgotten some things and I'm anxiously awaiting this one now. Yeah. Did you play all the way through it? Yeah, I beat the game. Yep. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So I also think, like, what does this say for, uh, you know, I, I'm probably looking too far out in the future, but would they just use this style to do the um, Oracle games? Maybe I was what I was hey. thinking is what if they use this style to do Zelda two? Why don't we get a Zelda two remake, Adventure of Link? I, I mean, what I was thinking is this: is this the first like straight up remake of a Zelda game? Well, I mean, there's the 3ds ones, Majora's Mask and uh, Ocarina of Time, are both remakes. Well, yeah, yeah, they're definitely remakes. Yeah, so that's that's the third one. It, yeah, yeah, it's the first. Complete port like, of a 2D to a poly- polygonal remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's it's that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it was a really cool. No, like, it can be argued. Link and Link Between Worlds was. It's not a remake. That for Link to the Past. It's not a remake though. It's because not. You it's don't, not. It's direct. Not directly a remake for sure. It's not at all. <laughs> I mean, you could say that it's similar, but it's not. A remake. It's there's different parts. Virtually, they're very similar. Maybe the maps, but not, but not the weapons and and uh, and the uh, low rule and all that. But that's a different thing. But yeah, no, uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, I'm excited to play it. That was a really cool, like, um, you know, and one more thing ending to the direct. You know, where they're like, yeah, where they redid the opening cinematic. And yeah, it had that cool like it anime, so cool. like with the water and all that. Yeah, when I saw the water and the waves, I thought wave race. Oh, oh really? Yeah, <laughs> there were some pretty high waves for wave race. They would that would throw you off your <laughs> throw you off your then, ride. But then so they quickly. showed like the little silhouette of something in the water, and it was like it looked kind of like a jet ski. I was like, oh, see, that could race. be 
but hey, I'll take it. I was like, awakening. Urban Yeti Beach Edition. <laughs> yes. uh, I, I mean, I haven't mentioned it yet, Jeremy, but did you see that ape game that's on the eShop that totally reminds me of Urban Yeti? Have you seen it? It's uh-uh. called like, fuck, I forget what it's called. I've been wanting to mention it the, the past couple episodes, but I just haven't gotten around to it. But there, but there's an ape game on the eShop that looks like Urban Yeti. It's not called Urban Yeti, but it's called like Ape Odyssey or something like that. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's coming out in the end of in the end of February. But uh, aside from that, did you get? I mean, do you guys the direct? What did you think? I fucking loved it. I thought it was the best direct I've a. seen in a long time. Definitely an A. Yeah, because it's. I think it was to me. It, it at least matched that big one from what was that a year ago now? What the, the Switch one, reveal one? The one that was prefaced by. Chibi Robo on fire. Oh right. Oh uh, well, that was that one was the mini. There, there was like a mini, and then there was a real one after that, right? Like the one with the Chibi, the Chibi the, Robo uh, on the, fire. The big one. I'm referencing the big one, but oh, okay. I remember there was a big one with, you know, it was a rather me- meaty, meaty direct, and um, I think it's at least on par with that. It might be better. Oh, I, think, I feel this. I, I feel this on par with like E3 presentations because oh, yeah, there are yeah. two huge things for me, like. The Mario Maker 2 and the Zelda, like, alone were like, holy shit, this is like AAA, like, this stuff we used to hear at E3 that we're just hearing here at the on February 12th or whatever. Like, that's why at the beginning of the uh, episode, I was like, I love you too, Nintendo. Like, I feel Nintendo gave us a love letter today. Oh, APAP. <laughs> this was a love letter from Nintendo today to their fans. Like, here you go. Here's a bunch of cool shit to look forward to. Yeah. The Switch is still on fire. Yeah, no, it, it's. I think this is the best. I mean, this reminds me of like that killer E3 that I made the E3 DVD for. Like when yeah. Reggie, Reggie first showed up and he showed like Twilight Princess and, and there was like Metroid Prime 2 was in there and there was like Resident Evil 4 and there was like Bait and Kados and Tales of Symphonia. There was like all this like cool shit for GameCube. That's what it reminds me of. It's like that big E3 where like they were like, just knocking them down, knocking them dead. There was even like uh, X Men Legends, which is uh, yeah. the the very before Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the, the original, uh, you know, uh, Gauntlet style uh, Marvel Marvel game, RPG. You know, that yeah. was uh, yeah, like that was announced RPG. then too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is up there with me, like probably up there with like the uh, with like the Switch unveiling, you know, almost. Even though mm-hmm. that one was kind of a little weird because you know it was live, like actual live, like with the stage and all that, but. No, I think this is great. Like, I'm into, like, 80% of the things, right? If not, like, 90%. I mean, mm-hmm. there's only a couple that I'm like, well, Assassin's Creed, I don't care, but some people do, you know, like, Grid, whatever. Uh, Su- yeah, I would say all Su- the things Su- that whatever, for me I don't you know. care about, I'm still happy. Because the more people that are drawn to the Switch, the better for all of us. Yeah, I mean, as far everything I wanted to see, aside from uh, Animal Crossing, Luigi's Mansion, you know. I think people yeah. are going to, like, get that. Yeah, it's definitely showing that because I know people are giving Switch shit for like having a having a port, you know, a truly portable uh, year last year with all the ports and all that. But uh-huh. I think this shows that they got a lot of shit. And and I hardly, like that we had Disney Zoom Zoom and Mortal Kombat 11 in the same presentation. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's <laughs> really not cool. there's really not that many ports in here, you know. Like there's a couple, but it's mostly. It's mostly new stuff. You know, and we got some simultaneous releases, Dragon Quest Builders and Mortal Kombat 11, like simultaneous releases with the other systems. So, mm-hmm. and some like really cool third party exclusives like Platinum, you know, like that's a big deal, I think. Um, Astral Chain being a, that being on there, that's a big thing. And then so. Tetris 99, holy shit. And Tetris 99, that was a brilliant, what an, what an brilliant idea. Drop. Yeah, brilliant yeah, idea, that was Nintendo. Cool. 
like Nintendo got their like their battle like their exclusive battle royale game finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah, it's a great game. I like it a lot. I'm going to play that game a lot. But uh we've been we're getting really long on the episode here, so I got to call it, but yeah, great great direct um yeah, really cool week. Uh yeah. Oh, you can if you guys want to find us or whatever, you can find us at nintendomainpodcast.com, youtube.com slash nintendomainpodcast, or twitch.tv slash nintendomainpodcast. You can find us on there as well. Um, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Edder. And uh, you can you can also find us on Facebook. Uh, the look up Nintendo Main Podcast. I created a Nintendo Main community page, so check that out. You can uh, you can you know talk to us about stuff uh i put up a thing on there about the about the uh coming direct and a listener of ours edwin mentioned mentioned pikmin but uh we didn't see pikmin he's saying the pikmin 4 might show something we didn't see that i put up a poll on twitter and all the stuff that i predicted wasn't on there like no uh no metroid prime trilogy no pikmin no luigi's mansion i put mother 3 on there just for the fun of it nothing about that but (laughs) but but they they surprised me in better ways i'm glad that there's things that aren't like metric prime trilogy as much as i would like that there's other things in there but yeah thanks for listening to us and uh yeah you know if you're if you listen to us on itunes give us a review and all that and we'll we'll see you next week see you John's yawn right there on uh, see you next yep. week. Way to, Sorry. Way, Sorry. To, way to fuck up the thing. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, see ya. <sighs> it's boring. It's making me fall asleep. <laughs>